Hey, boys, Depressed Baylor fan here. Listen, we may have lost to Utah, and we may be 0-2, but that's okay. It could be worse. We could be the 0-2 Texas Tech Raiders who still think that their poverty college is going to win the Big 12, when in fact you have a higher chance of being beat up and robbed at Texas Tech than they do winning the Big 12. Also, anybody who thinks Baylor should hire Art Browse back is a smooth brain moron. <laughs> there it is. We are back with a raspy edition of Slander You. We know there's a lot of pressing issues that a lot of people want to talk about. But just hold on. We're going to get to that later in the show. <laughs> but for right now, we're going to talk about what all happened in week two that wasn't really important as some other things we will talk about, but we still need to discuss them. Tease, take it away. Y'all want to talk about TAMU first or you want to talk about Colorado first? Get me over with that way I can go to bed and move on with my yeah, life, please. Yeah, got places so, to be. <laughs> Texas, Miami uh, beat up on Texas A&M. They hey, Miami's a team on the points. rise. As I, I've heard mm-hmm. that that's the way that it goes whenever a team scores 40 points on you. You're supposed to call them a team on the rise. So. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Van Dyke had five touchdowns. Miami forced three turnovers, and they had a kickoff return. So this was a, a thorough ass whooping from Biller to Post uh, in Miami for, for Texas A&M. Uh, let's go to strength first before we go to anybody. I, I mean, like – like so, okay. So, so the um, the shitty part about this game was that the offense was good enough to keep them in the game. Maybe not offense was good enough to win, but the offense was good enough to keep them in the game. The defense game, you give up forty eight points. That's the most number of points that Texas A and M has given up since we played Sark's Alabama team in twenty twenty when they had all those players on there. That's the most points we've given Jesus. up at that point. That amount of time, forty eight points, right? Um. And you're not going to win any games with 48 points. We put 23 points on the 23 points up for the offense, which is about average, I guess. And then we got 10 points for special teams. And the offense, the defense just gave up the same stupid little plays every single time. And it was just, we're, we're what? We're, I think we're up like 10 7 or something like that, 17 10, something like that. And then it just poured on from there. So. String, we'll see what why happens. Is fan base not more mad online? Because I think there's you're on like, the wrong website. Yeah, you're exactly. Well, mad. <laughs> it depends on what you want them to be mad about. Um, no, I mean, I think like there's just like we're in this like purgatory phase right now. Like, what the fuck does being mad do? And it, being mad ain't gonna pay no it seventy-seven million. It, it ain't gonna pay no seven seventy million dollar contract. Like, ain't gonna do anything like that. Like, I'll get mad. I'll get a, get and, a buyout. And here's the like, here's the thing too. Like, somebody uh, I had a I had lunch with somebody today, and they were asking me what game this reminds me of, right? In A and M history, and what it reminds me of, and I don't mean this in a positive way. I mean this in a weird way. It reminds me of 2012 Florida, right? Because 2012 Florida, the year before, we were, what, seven and six, six and seven, lost to Texas, lost all those halftime leads. And so, like, 2012 Florida, we were up 10 at the half, and we gave up the lead again. And basically, at the end of that game was, well, fuck, nobody knows what direction the season's going to go now. Is it going to be the same shit as it was last year? Is it going to be different? You know, that season was good, but I think nobody knows what to 
Nobody knows what to expect right now. And I'll tell you another reason that, the play, that people aren't mad right now is because, like, Connor Wegman's pretty good. Evan Stewart's pretty good. You know, there's some there's some dogs on this team, but we just got to figure out whether the coaches are going to put them in position to be successful. Yeah, y'all got so. some studs over there. Like, Connor, Connor was – I mean, it was an L, but Connor was slinging it. Like, he really was. He had the he two picks, it, which man. are obviously nasty. But well, so like the one, he was like the last pick was yeah the last pick I think the first one like there were some cleat issues with Jimbo like yeah. talked about that wasn't a, with, yeah it was a great read in. like he would have hit what? him right there. Jimbo is so nasty for blaming that damn oh, logo God. on that bullshit he had out there. Wait, wait see, you what see you they changed out the grass and sometimes the sun don't hit it he, and it he, won't dry he, out. He, he He's not going to accept blame for anything. Like, what's he going to do? Like, he this man is impervious to blame. He is he is Teflon Jimbo, you know? Like, he, he ain't going to accept blame for anything. That is the whole anything. problem. And I feel he like... Did, I mean, defend DJ just... Durkin to his... I'll give Jimbo some credit. He did defend Durkin. A lot of... Some of the fans were giving Durkin a hard time. He did Which make sure to go should. and defend Durkin. So here's, so here's the... Here's the, the the conundrum that we're in right now. Like everybody talked about like Jimbo, he gave up the offense and now he can be a more CEO. I wonder how much of that, like he's now channeling that energy into micromanaging the defense. Cause I, I think I said this in the group chat or I said this elsewhere, but like yeah. Durkin's a three, three, five guy. Right. And right now we're running a four, two, five, probably because we got all these fucking defensive linemen. That that's where the team, but we're not even running Durkin's defense right now. We ran Durkin's defense against LSU and had them in hell. We had speed on the outside. You're ba- it's basically like a four man front, but you got one guy who's a stand up on the edge. You can drift back and like clog up some lanes and hold on to the edge. Right now, we got the the lightest guy that we have on the defensive line right now is 260 pounds, and so we don't have any speed in, from that defensive line spot. There was a couple plays. I think I retweeted one of them, and it's really it's challenging for A and M fans because they hear three man front and they panic because we give up all those run yards. But his defense works. Durkin specifically is a three-man guy who's currently running a four-man scheme, and so nothing makes sense. And so you kind of just got to like what for better or for worse, you got to let Durkin do what he's going to do and succeed or fail on his own measures right now. But it kind of seems like somehow like we're getting lost here about what Durkin actually is good at doing, and he's had decent defenses in the past. But this game was this game was wild. It was Jimbo's like my mama during like holidays. Like you got to keep her preoccupied, or she's gonna be a fucking everything. Just, just in like, everything. Y'all, yes, exactly. y'all saw that episode of y'all saw that episode uh, of, yep, of, the, of bear. the bear. Yeah, he, yep. Jimbo's uh-huh. the mom. He's the mom yep. of the bear. Like he's sitting there like tearing bread apart with his hands and shit like that, and just don't <laughs> ask him if wild. he's wild. Just cussing like, 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 everywhere. Don't ask him if he's okay. Don't fucking ask him if he's okay. Like, do not ask him if he's okay. <laughs> well, I know you've been one of the people that have been trying to say that Miami is good. Obviously, uh, Thank you, brother. most people are, were not going to believe that because of how bad Miami was last year. And I just, I, it's just hard for me to believe that Miami is good. But I also thought Aggie was good. So is this more of a case of Aggie just being bad or having a bad game? Or is this actually a case of Miami being good? Because Miami looked damn good in this game. <laughs> I hate to say it, but on Twitter, I've kind of become the positive voice of Aggie um, through this podcast. I hear a lot of mentions of like, Blah's high on us this string. I'm here to tell you, Miami <laughs> is better. Don't worry about Aggie. Aggie is still not going to be great. I mean, they aren't, they are the other team in the same state, but 
They are yeah, going Baylor, to be okay. Baylor's going to get it Texas, right. They're going to get Texas it right. State is pretty <laughs> we good. Don't get you know, right, like, We're going to hand some you, people some transitive losses you, to Texas the, State. The, you watch. The, flag, right. the flagship school to the flagship school of the UT system, UTSA, is playing pretty fucking well right now. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> now, like, so here's like, I, I like, I think Miami's pretty good. Their offensive line was pretty impressive. Miami's good. Their offensive line. They got that freshman five star tackle out there that played pretty damn well. Um, Tyler Van Dyke, you can see why Bama was all over him. Like he was, he was slinging it. It wasn't any like complex reads or any shit like that. It was the same simple shit, but he was slinging it. And they got that yeah, big wide receiver at the end, brother. The oh, he game was last so... year. They oh, got that yeah. big what? wide receiver. Yeah, we, we see that firsthand. Like, yeah, for sure. But it's so, actually but... crazy to me that that Bama was not able to get either Van Dyke or the guy from UNC uh, May. That to me, mm. that is when I first heard that. Like, oh, there's a rumor that. Bama wants May. I just assumed it was going to happen. And within oh, like two locked. days, they Absolutely shut that locked. shit down immediately. They were like, yeah. no, like, we're not doing that. Those kids did not want to go over to Bama at Can all. Can we That's say something insane. about that without yeah. getting too deep into our other subject that we'll talk about later today? This very big news. Um, Rod Tuscaloosa is very cool. You saw the ladies there, and you've all seen them ladies in Miami. So, brother, That's I don't blame point. you. You got to stay where the fuck hey. he is. You're going to tell me that North Carolina better, though? Like, Chapel Hill is better than? No, there are some beautiful women in Chapel Hill. That's all I'm saying. You wouldn't think so, but there are some beautiful women in Chapel Hill. And from my experience in Tuscaloosa, which was amazing, and Tuscaloosa is a very, very dope game environment, there were not a lot of women. Like, there were a lot of women, but not a lot of women that are going to bring in D1 athletes. Let's just just put it that way. Well, I also told y'all, we didn't spend time around – where we would have been a few years ago to see all the co-eds. We weren't in those parts at That's all. That's fair. Well, y'all are all family men, so of course not you weren't. Like, you, you were, you were going there I mean, there I hate on Bama as much as anybody, food. but, brother, they got some baddies running around there, too. We just weren't on that part of the <laughs> part of the campus. <laughs> y'all were shotgunning beers with, with 20-year-old Yeah, we were with the, we were with the, with the boys <laughs> out in the frat field bros with the boots. Suits. And the, <laughs> the future senators of America. We didn't the field that wasn't even the frat bros. They weren't even – those were the kids that couldn't get into other schools and or the frats and were like Bama fans. Like, that's who we were <laughs> shotgunning beers with. Like, the one kid, we asked, we were asking him, like, Tursky you know, where'd they grow up and, like, what you know, where are you from? And this one kid said he was from Georgia, but he didn't get into Georgia, so that's why he came to Bama. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's I tried really, to get him to say it on the camera for Kieran, but he wouldn't do it. George is a dead. That's fine. Crazy. Public institution. <laughs> Can we talk about Dion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Colorado had their first home game. They had Nebraska and Matt Rule come into town. Oh, uh, yeah, what happened? Lot, there were a lot of people that thought that uh, Nebraska would just out physical them, and that is not what not happened me. at all. Nebraska not me. Beat up. <laughs> uh, Jeff Sims might be the worst quarterback in P5. Yeah, he's worse than than Milrow by far. That's That's crazy. It is going very nasty. The whole Wu-Tang Clan was at this game. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan was at the game in Colorado, and they had a great environment, and Colorado beat the shit out of them in the second half. Wait, the Wu-Tang Clan was there? They were there. They were at this game. Yes, they were (laughs) in ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. For the children. For the children. Nothing to fuck with. (laughs) Uh, So that's 2-0 for Colorado. Actually, game day is going to be – at Colorado again because they're playing uh, their quote unquote rival Colorado State. So nasty. Dion's two and zero, and he's on top yeah, of the world. He said the hype would be even higher if they got this win against Nebraska, and they made it look pretty easy in that second half. And Nebraska's zero and two. Matt Rule is doing the Matt Rule thing again. 
He's he's just setting them up to go. He'll one fix it the next year. Yeah, he'll fix it next mm-hmm. year. Yes. Yeah. Next year that five win season is going to make them feel really good after a like, ten loss back. season <laughs> on the way. Uh, and then he's going and he's going to be like a defensive analyst for the Dolphins before twenty twenty six. You watch. Once All again, time I was, bag chaser. I was very very impressed with the uh, Colorado offensive line. I think that is the area where I've been most surprised by Colorado's play. They're really giving Shador clean pockets. And of course they've got all the skilled guys in the world. And so they were kind of picking them up, picking them apart. They had a, you know, they had four wide receivers get over a hundred yards last week. They had another wide receiver get over a hundred yards this week. And it wasn't even one of those four guys. Like they just got skilled guys out, out the ass over there. And those skilled guys were destroying Nebraska and Nebraska's offense is just yuck. They're out to lunch half the time eight turnovers and 23 drives for that offense and if jeff sims is the best off best option they have they're not beating any p5 teams there is just not crazy turnover rate that is insane i tried to tell y'all insane i tried to tell y'all matt rule has like he has a very specific way that he wants to win football games and if he can't win that way he ain't gonna win at all you know he's gonna get that square peg in the round hole one way or another pause you know yeah. Is, is Dylan Rayola still alternate oh, quarterbacks for six weeks? He's going to peg it one way or another. He gonna, <laughs> one way or another, brother. <laughs> uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but during fall camp, um, a former Baylor player who transferred to, to Nebraska, I think it's Josh Fleeks, he was good for Baylor, and then he left when Matt Rule left, and now he's transferred to Nebraska, and he showed up fat as shit, and Matt Rule sent him home. <laughs> he doesn't care about winning in, in year one, bro. <laughs> yeah. He Wait, doesn't care about it. What position does he play? Wide receiver. I mean, he, like he was productive oh. for Baylor. He was good, and he showed up like 15 pounds overweight. And Matt rolled. He's got some damn nerve sending someone home for being overweight. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> and you know the help they can get. <laughs> He's like, I, I know it when I see it, brother. What's rule going to do a quarterback next year? They can't roll with Sims again and like. Year what two of name? the rebuild, is Jeff like, Sims, right? Blake Sims, what is it? Yes, mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims. That's the he wrong thing. Quarterbacks back all the way, brother. I've never seen anything like that <laughs> in my life. The beginning. <laughs> yeah, and there's usually, you know, like it's usually with with the trends. There's like the the ebb and flows of like somebody trying to get the next guy, right? And so mm-hmm. you know, you you see that where you know, like even in the NFL draft where you know, a guy like has a certain skill set and then the NFL team will reach for somebody. And that's why Anthony Richardson gets drafted so far ahead. But then like if he fails, you know, then they're going to overcorrect and then they won't draft somebody early in the first round. Like, yeah, Jeff mm-hmm. Sims and Milrow are, are not doing our black brethren in high school ranks any favors out here right now. Because this is Jeff Sims what they're doing on these fields. Awful. <laughs> he God is awful. Only the reason about the single handed reason why they lost the Minnesota game, like two red zone picks. They had that Bro. game in control, that Minnesota game, the whole game. Those picks were the reason why they lost that game. They would be one and one without Jeff Sims just tossing the game away. He wasn't much better in this game, and obviously uh, Colorado's offense just beat the shit out of them, and Shador was him again. They were calm as hell. And there was some shit talk. I don't know if y'all know exactly why or what exactly happened, but between Shador the coaches? was saying at the end of the – yeah, there was shit talk between the coaches, so there was some shit talking going on. Uh, for sure. So Colorado really enjoyed that win, and Shador was talking some shit after that game because there was definitely some shit talk between the coaches going into that game. But uh, let me introduce our – I feel our, like they our... made that up, though, real quick before we get to that. I feel like they made that mm-hmm. up. Like you see how Kirby yeah. Smart was fucking lying this morning talking about the guy talking about their stadium. 
Kirby Smart took like who? What was it? Who are they playing? I South Carolina. One of the South Carolina players was like, "Yeah, Texas A and M is really loud, and Knoxville is really loud, but um, you know, it's gonna be a good SEC game." And Kirby Smart got a press conference. He was like, "Whatever the guy's name," he was like, "Yeah, he said our stadium ain't loud, so I guess we have to show him." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Kicked down the door like Big Bird. He finally got that bulletin board material, bro. There ain't nobody that lies like Kirby, man. It's crazy. Kirby is <laughs> nasty, bro. He he finds a reason to lie about anything. That's nasty. Everything. It's working. Kirby I guess. Would be a good it is working. He'd be a good pastor. He would have like a very he dedicated would. flock. Mm-hmm. Yep. About every third, about every third sermon, you know, you just you got to hit them with the hellfire and brimstone, and then just uh-huh. get them back. You know, you got to settle back. Got to put the get fear them back in, in the middle. Got to. Uh, well, let me introduce. We got one of our special guests. We actually have two special guests. Uh, we got Care Bear Karen with us. Uh, big star of the weekend. Tons of content uh, coming out of that Alabama game. Uh, interviewed Pat McAfee. Literally, we were on campus for about 10 minutes before he interviewed Pat McAfee. It just happened because he is him. Uh, we got Kerry on the pod like, before. Oh, it's TikTok. It's TikTok. Bro. We know you from TikTok. So it was it was obviously it was cool being around Kieran and hanging out because Kieran's so dope. But then just walking around, anybody under the age of like 25 was just like, oh, shit, it's bro that does a TikTok. And Kieran, to Kieran's credit, like you can tell he's young because this man was taking pictures of everybody. Like. Mm-hmm. Every single person, it, he was giving everybody time. It was so cool. And you walk around with Tej and Blah, and they ain't even looking at somebody. That's how you know that Bro, they're one older time, washed. Kieran unsolicited one time sent me a video of RG3 <laughs> telling me hello. I don't know how he does it, bro. It's like he's just always <laughs> yeah, in the it's mix. It's crazy. He's always bro, we're in the walking, mix. <laughs> after the game, we're walking down the street, and this man is just casually FaceTiming B. John Robinson. Like, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, hold on. That's B. John? He's like, yeah, y'all that, say hello. Like, what the fuck, Kieran? Bijan, the day like, before his NFL debut, was like, yeah, gotta check in with my guy, yeah. Kieran. You got to – hey, anytime you're getting ready to play a big game, you got to check in with Kieran, bro. You know that. Facts. Yeah, and that's the, you know that. That's the, that's the problem is I want to hate Kieran's content for obvious reasons, but it's so fucking relatable. Like, every time he puts something out there, I'm like, god damn it. It's like, so throw funny, that dude man. in a maroon it's shirt, so and so that is funny, me. Bro. Like, it's just – it's like – it's it's <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate it so much because, like, looking at a goddamn, like, twisted mirror. All right, well, now that we we've gassed another- you up. For five minutes, would you like to say anything here? <laughs> oh, you're muted. Nope. Guess not. <laughs> uh oh. We still can't hear you. The content king has having technical difficulties. <laughs> not us. It's Speaking not us this time, y'all. Karen had like <laughs> eight charges that he needed. His phone was constantly dying. And we're like, bro, you're a content creator. How are you like bumming <laughs> charges and portable <laughs> charges off of us, brother? <laughs> bro, the money Walking hasn't around. changed him. That's a real one. That's how you know. Walk around the Alabama t- tailgating areas trying to look for a plug. Obviously, Karen's a, a Texas literal fan, plug. So we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about uh the big game this weekend. Texas beat Alabama 34-24. Uh, myself, Kieran, uh, Pablo, and Blah were in attendance as well as our second guest, who's going to be joining here in a minute. Uh, obviously, it's a massive win for Texas. It's a monkey off of our back. But uh, we were going to go to Kieran. But before we go to Kieran, because Kieran's having some technical difficulties, I want to go to Blah because I, I, I will just share a little bit of insight with the pod. So I sat literally between Pablo and Blah. And the way that these two dudes were breaking down the game, it was incredible to experience uh pablo literally from the beginning of the game from yep. like the first snap of the game <laughs> the first snap of milro pablo leaned over every time milro would throw be like 
he was sitting on his number one receiver that whole time. Yeah. Like it was clear to Pablo made it clear very, very early on that Milrow was not going through his progressions. If his number one guy was, was open or even a little bit open, he'd throw it there. And if not, he'd either take a sack or he's try to force the ball in there. Uh, obviously he threw the two picks and then blah was just calling everything we were doing on offense. Like <clears throat> basically he was, he had starts play calling sheet in front of him. He would lean over like, this is the deep shot. This is the throw. And he was right pretty much every time. So it was incredible to sit between those two dudes and experience that game. But we're going to go to Karen. Karen hey, can, fellas, can, can, can you boys hear me now? There we, we go. You, brother? Is my, is my, hey, am I speaking too fast for you? <laughs> <laughs> am I speaking a little too uh, a little too long-winded for you? Goodness gracious, you think I know some uh, some 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 uh, something about about technical stuff? Given all the content that I make, but I'm absolutely uh, behind the date. Um, yeah, but I appreciate the intro. P- appreciate all the uh, the ass licking that you guys just did right there. That was very nice. Oh, um, <laughs> it, was, it was nice to hear. Damn, <laughs> it was nice to hear, brothers. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's time to talk about some some Texas versus Bama. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm very excited to. To talk my stuff, you know what I mean. I'm not sure uh, what the what the what the, what the swearing rules are here because I will there definitely will rules. Rules. I won't have yeah, no rules. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready to talk my. There's shit. one. So there's sorry. one rule on this podcast, and there, there are no rules. That is the rule. <laughs> there we go. Except slurs. Okay. Don't get us canceled, please, or anything no, else. Not, I, I, will not, I will not be banging the slurs. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, that's the other thing too, game, Evan. Dude. I'll never Can forget. We... Matt was so mad at me because I didn't get a video for, uh, from RG3 talking yes. to him. But that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, just send it to Matt. I sent Fuck it to Matt. Matt. I was like, I was like, that oh, was I so guess, funny. I guess you didn't come up. Sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, no, nasty. Can we talk though. about the environment of 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 the game before we talk about the actual game? Because this was my first game at Bama. This was also my first SEC football game. Uh, I've seen Aggie play, but I've seen Aggie play in. Austin. I've never seen them play at Kyle. So this is my first SEC football game. And that environment is something I've never really experienced. And I've been to a lot of big games. I've been to playoff games. I've been to uh, Texas and a national championship game. But that environment was one of the wildest things I've ever experienced. And that was with the Bama fans, frankly, being out of the game for probably half of it, just because yes. of the way that the game was going. That environment, when 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 that when we got into that stadium, it was probably about 20, 25 minutes before kickoff. When that B fifty two came over that stadium and they started putting their little pom poms in the air, I had a legit shiver down my spine. Yeah. Pablo was talking to me. I had to keep sitting down. I was cramping up because we've been drinking all fucking day. He was so high. <laughs> like, man, was I, awesome. I'm gonna die in this stadium. Like. It was just – it was insane to be in that stadium for that moment. It was it was crazy. Can I, I think I told Tej, like, I, I really do feel like this. Every time I see a flyover, I get so patriotic. I told Tej, I was like, man, fuck this country. But, man, that's nice right there. They don't want to fight us. <laughs> hey, you come you come with no. the B-52 before 100,000 people watching a sporting event, and you know there ain't nobody to fuck with. Like, yes. That Is was that and then that uh, what's it like the B two or like the stealth one the stealth bomber that they flew yeah, over the Kansas City before bomber. that yeah. that was crazy yeah. too like I can't crazy. imagine seeing that no nah, I mean bro the environment was crazy I was genuinely shocked and honestly pleasantly surprised with everyone in Alabama 
I mean, just being an African-American male in, in Alabama already was kind of a, a okay, what's going on here? And that's because you went on the to, field. To our... They would have called you some of them slurs and other stuff <laughs> yeah. they were saying. <laughs> yeah, they they would have told me to go back to the projects if I was out there. The yeah, field. exactly. <laughs> but no, like, honestly, brother, the Bama fans were amazing. The, the, the atmosphere was incredible, though, too. And it was like, dog, before the game, like you said, Tease, whenever everybody started going with the palm, I was like, bro, we just don't do football like this in the, yeah, in the Big 12. Yeah, it's just different. Like, like, you're not going to see that in Ames, Iowa. And then you think about, like, like I think that kind of made me really realize, like, oh, it's really different now here because you've got, like, the pageantry of, like, all these different schools. At Mississippi State, you're going to hear a million different cowbells. you got Georgia's traditions that they do doing. you got the Swamp. you got uh, Neyland in, in Tennessee, all sorts of, like, all, all of these different uh, stadiums and, and traditions that they have. But do every single timeout. Every single in between the quarter, it was like a concert in there, bro. Like I got yep. a video of me dancing. They yep. got the lights going all crazy. I'm happy DKR now has like the, the different lighting system that you're gonna see this weekend against Wyoming. But yeah, man, it was that, time hey. for us to get it because that light, that Alabama, it's it, 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 not like those cheap ass Oklahoma lights that they tried no. to put out there last year. <laughs> they had legitimate dope ass lights. It was crazy. Yeah, no, nah, it was. I was, it was, I was surprised. I was surprised that like going into the fourth quarter, they didn't do like a like a big production like a lot of the schools do. Like, they use the lights know, and stuff, I've seen them do the game the and touchdowns and stuff. And, but they didn't yeah. do, like, a Well, like before a, the fourth quarter, they had, that, they like had the lights up thing. Yeah, they, well, they had the lights up, lights down thing before the fourth quarter, which was pretty cool to see, too. Like, yeah, they did everybody, they turned all the lights the off, had, like, thing. the little yeah, red. Yeah. And they, but yeah. they have, like, a red one that, like, the whole stadium, like, goes mm-hmm. red and it just rotates around. And I was kind of waiting for that. They were one of the first teams to do that, to do those colored LEDs, to do the, that color LEDs. They were, they were one of the first programs to do that stuff to if make you their ask stadium them, look like that. Georgia copied them, and then if you ask them, it's, it's the other way around. Yeah. Nasty. They so just, they just say the to each other, bit. copied each other. I know Fuck Evan Alabama. We're watching the game. I wasn't Go impressed. Ahead, I, we ain't got <laughs> time for that. We are the number four ranked team in the motherfucking nation. We are a playoff lock. If you stop the season right now, Texas is in the playoffs. Can anybody else say that? No, they can't. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know we, what the craziest part is? Uh, no, because you are 0-2, brother. I need you to go. hold on a minute. There we go. You just sound like I did when I got the top so five rude. ranking for the first time that's in a so decade. Yeah. That's that's the best not, part. You just sound like now. me when I was back on the scene for the first time in my adult life. It's different, brother. <laughs> we beat Bama for the first time at their home stadium in 21 years. Karen wasn't even born then. Oh, we? Hey, hey, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that young, bro. <laughs> we came into the town. Have some we came into their stadium. <laughs> and we literally did whatever we wanted to with that football team. Nick Saban, I saw him. Y'all, I don't know if y'all saw this. Y'all may not have seen it. Before he was walking out the tunnel, he was shaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and his hand was shaking, and it was on the play He's, call sheet, and it was just like, damn, is that Mitch McConnell or is this fucking Nick Saban? Plus. But it was Nick Saban. He was short-circuited we, we beat the shit out of Alabama. We are the new top dog in the SEC. They may let us win the SEC West this year off of technicality. We are back. We're going to fuck up Wyoming. I have nothing else to say other than Quinn is the Heisman, and we are the best team since 2001 Miami. 
Damn. Oh, wow. oh my God. Wow. He's cooking. Let him cook. So Let him cook. I think the natural it, next it is, step it is, is going week. for sure losing to Tech, aren't you? Now, based on all that stuff that just happened, you're 1,000% losing to Tech. Not happening. Not happening. Not this year. Look, I, look, I, I, I agree with uh, 99% of your sentiments here. Uh, especially, I 100% agree with the with the with, with the last part about us uh, about us being the best team since 20, 2001 Miami. But I think the thing that like kind of stands out to me is like, yeah, all these nat- national analysts before the season just saying like, dude, Texas might be the most talented team in the country. Like real deals. Like Chad Simmons, we talked to him um, in LA like uh, like during our like little seven on seven thing for overtime, and he was saying like, no, nah, like most talented like roster in the country going into this year is like Texas, and like I wholeheartedly believe that. And I think that was, like, the difference this year. Like, we really went into Alabama Stadium, and we were like, we should win this game. The fact that we had that amount of confidence, like, in a team, like, yo, we should go out there and we should get a victory on the road in Nick Saban's house was crazy. And then the fact that we went out there and really did it in dominant fashion was crazy. And I said it, too, in, like, the little video, like, bro, two years ago, we was getting our ass busted by Kansas at home on the line of scrimmage. Growing program, brother. Bro, 218 (laughs) yards, they ran right up the middle of our ass. I'm like, bro, I'm, t- I'm talking about it was bad. It was real bad. And then this we year, went- we completely dominated Alabama on the line of scrimmage. Completely. They had they had two, they had two, like, I think they had, like, two QB hits and, like, seven QB pressures. We had, like, 25 on on on, on, on Jalen Milrow. And, honestly, we had five sacks in there. Honestly, if he wasn't as freaky athletic as he is, they probably would have been, like, eight or nine. Yep. Dude, no, like, we smacked them. We smacked them. I'm not going to lie. It was going from two years ago where we were in Sark's first year, and I got to give Sark a lot of credit. And as as the listeners know, I've given Sark his fair share of shit on this podcast for sure and on the timeline. <laughs> two years ago, we went into Arkansas and completely got manhandled in the trenches. I mean, it was not close. It was disgusting. Our offensive and defensive lines were getting completely bullied. To go from that to two years later, we are literally – Dominating Alabama up front. Our offensive line played incredible. Our defensive line, as soon as that, like within the first four or five snaps, Blah literally said, We're rotating all of our defensive linemen. That means that those five dudes are going to be in hell all day because we're going to have nothing but fresh bodies on the field. And it was true. Hill rushing the passer was incredible. Burke had a coming out party. He had a whole bunch of pressures. I think he had a sack and a half. It, it was clear from the beginning of the game that we were better up front. We left some play. We, we left 17 points out there in that game. We dropped two touchdown passes and we missed a field goal and we still won by 10 points. I will admit that it was scary as hell when they took the lead right before the third quarter ended and they're in the stadium. They're singing Dixieland Delight. They're, that, the crowd's back into the game. The crowd was dead, y'all. The crowd had already, yeah. had already, it was the, never all sustained. game. The crowd was yeah. like, it's not going They don't right. like interesting football, bro. They just mm-hmm. like to they, run it up and leave. To it. <laughs> They're not. They're just not used to it. Like those tight, you would think like in a tight game and like a third quarter, you know, I mean, uh, like a third down in like a one possession game would be crazy. But like, it's not as loud as you're going to see at places like Kyle Field Mm -hmm. or at Auburn or at the Swamp. I mean, you just, you're just not because like that's what they do in those environments where they don't do that. They don't know what to do. And Pablo, I think that's the thing that surprised me too about it was. Man, I feel like last year being at the Texas Alabama game, we were all just like, bro, Texas. Like, like, like it's Texas Alabama. Like, Alabama's coming to town. We got a team. Yeah. We got to go crazy. For them, 
Like, and I know, like, we can say it so much because, like, yeah, they've been this dominant of a program, but actually see right. it up close and personal. They ain't give a shit. They ain't give a shit Texas was there. Mm-hmm. No, They're like, no, oh, yeah, like, Texas it's here, it's another non-conference good, opponent that everybody thinks is going to beat us. Right. And it's a pretty good indicator for that, for that exact mentality. Think about where we sat and how many Texas fans were around us. All those were Alabama season ticket holders that sold yeah. their tickets. The whole block. It was just the whole section. It was crazy. Yeah, we literally like, had we seat asked the guy behind I was just us. like, somebody really sold this to us. Yeah, we asked the dude behind us, and, and the, the dude in front of us had, like, season tickets at, at Texas. And so he asked the guy, and the guy was like, basically, he was like, yeah, it's super dope that, like, all y'all came, and it's really cool. But he was like, I'm also really pissed that, like, all these people I'm normally sitting around all sold their tickets because they didn't care to be here. Like, it was it was crazy. That section we were in was, like, mm-hmm. 85% Texas. That's what one guy behind he said me it's, like, said. always 100 Texas fans. He was like, I can't believe yeah, Randy sold his fucking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Randy's been here for the past 25 years. <laughs> and I tell you what, he I didn't show up, up one goddamn time. And these burnt orange fucks came in here and whooped our goddamn ass. And I tell you what, next time he gets back here, I'm going to give him peace of my mind. <laughs> well, it just really Randy. goes to show how strong the Big 12 is, you know, when you think there about you a go. team like Texas who, who <laughs> hasn't won crazy. in so hasn't long, even won it, right? whooping Nick Saban's uh, ass. It's Evan, crazy. you weak bitches lost to Texas State. Don't, don't ride hey, our coattails. If I know Do not ride our coattails. A nasty Baylor loss means we're a year and a half from whooping Texas's ass on the way to the title. That's just Y'all history. will not see us. That's just history. Y'all will not see us. Y'all will be playing. Like hey. Y'all will be playing on Bally Sports Southwest next season. And you know what? Hey. You will have your fun little games Look. getting absolutely buttfucked by Colorado. You have fun hey. with it. And we'll both be looking up at the podium at the end of the season. And that we'll just be together on the bang bus to kingdom come, brother. Crazy. Can I ask String a question? Yeah, I've been wondering this all weekend. String, I'm so timid. I'm, did I'm you concerned. watch the game? And what did you honestly think? Fuck no, you I hate didn't us, watch so. the game. No, I didn't oh, watch the goddamn game. No, I did not. Because, like, we lost. And I, like, so the, the thing that was going through my mind was as we were losing, I'm like, this is exactly what it was, 2021 OU. The, y'all lost to OU in the middle of the day, and then we beat Alabama that night, right? And so, like, everything, that was a huge day. I was like, the exact same fucking thing is going to happen to one of us. Same one of gonna the, happen. It's going to yeah. happen the opposite direction. So the game kicks off, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting myself through this because, like, it, I, I don't want to do this to myself. And so I ba- I put my phone on my charger all night. And I'm like, hey, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, can you make sure that the garage door is closed? Because I don't want to go look at my goddamn phone. And she's like, I'm not doing this. She's like, I'm like, it's for my anxiety. You need to. Uh, no, I, I, I did not. I did not watch it. Because, again, like the process of getting there, I did not want to see it happen. I will say one good thing, and then I'm going to tap out and go to bed. You know, Bloss says something on Twitter that this is – I mean, this is one of the benefits of three years of recruiting, consistency in your coaching staff. You've had the same offensive system, same offensive line coach, same defensive mm-hmm. everything. Like when you are developing good players within the context of a system, it's not just about developing stars. It's developing them within the consistent system. I mean, like it, it's it's a proof of concept win for Sark and the Horns. So I hate y'all for it, but I'm ha- I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm happy for the people that I like, and I'm happy for y'all because, you know, I know it's been – Whatever it's been, I'm happy for y'all, man. I'm I'm trying to be more empathetic to as a fan in general. So good for y'all. But no, fuck no, I didn't watch it. I tell you how Alabama fans completely overreacted 
And like I tried to talk them off the ledge. Like I wasn't even being nice. I was like, "Y'all are going to be fine. Yes. You're really young, <clears> they, but they it's going to take some time." And they were this. like, "No, you don't no. know ball." Blah, blah, it's crazy blah, how he's nice to everyone but me, bro. It's just crazy. Blah, like, crazy. You, you don't. You're oh, not nice either. to anybody you know though. He, he's you're so not mean nice to, us, to anybody though. You're like. You're like, oh, it's going to be fine. You guys are going to be fine. And two seconds later, the Disabled Dynasty is dead. We got them in hell. Bury them now. These fuckers are done. Well, they got to read between the lines. You You passed. The truth truth lies in the middle, brothers. Right in the middle. Two passing tips in the game, and they're like, God damn it, Milro, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I I think I told that. (laughs) That first possession, I said, Tease, they about to start calling him slurs. Bro, yeah. Dog, before close. the game even started, I was asking fans. I was just like, "Who do you think's one of the Heisman this year?" First thing he said, "Well, not Jalen Milrow." I tell you that much. <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, I didn't say shit about your quarterback, bro." I asked you, "Who do you think's gonna win?" Or not Jalen Milrow? It's just that was, not gonna that be was Jalen Milrow. Um, calling for Saban to be fired, and I, I'm not a Saban apologist by any means. And I had every intention of getting on this podcast and taking a big fat shit on Alabama. But after that experience, I don't think Alabama is like I don't think the the I don't I do think that like you could say the dynasty's over, but let, let's be real, they didn't win their division last year and they lost like some of the top pro talent, like they lost one of the best defenders in their school history. Like when was the last time they, they had a good quarterback division. at Alabama? Yeah, like, years they, years they Alabama. lost their one overall quarterback last and, and Will Will Anderson. So like you didn't win your division with Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Uh, of course, your your dynasty's over if you just talk about competing for it's, national championships. Yeah, they're not going to compete for national championships it, this year. It's the same exact thing I was preaching all offseason to like my Bama friends and, and and mutuals and whatnot, right? So the thing is, they got the they got the benefit of the doubt during the offseason because it's Nick Saban, and who's right. going to check them because of that? It's Nick Saban. Yeah. But if any of our programs went, if any of our programs had to replace. Their starting quarterback, who, let's be honest, Bryce Young is probably the most talented quarterback that's ever put on an Alabama uniform. They Fact. had to replace Will Anderson, sure. probably one of the most talented, if not the most talented defensive end that they've had at that university of all time. They had to replace multiple guys in the secondary, like all of their impact players. A lot of people were saying last season was one of their most talented rosters. Yeah. Plus, you add on the fact that they have two new play callers on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. Yep. If that was mm-hmm. any other program, you'd be saying eight and four, nine stinky, and three bros. is a good season. Yeah, and I was gonna say mm-hmm. who they were, like the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator in general. It's not as if they got like elite, elite guys. They didn't no. get like the dude from Washington. They were lazy they hires. Like, both they, of them. They got fucking yeah. Tommy Reese. They phoned them in, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, they I wanted agree. Ryan Grubb. They got their yep. secondary guys. Yep. Yeah, they got their secondary mm-hmm. guys. Like th- this isn't Lane Kiffin or Steve Sarkeesian calling plays for an Alabama offense, which helped revolutionize the entire thing. Even right. even Bill then, O'Brien you saw Mike Loxley call plays brought it for to them. current era, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You saw Mike Loxley call an offense with one of the most talented rosters that we'd ever seen, and he yep. couldn't get it done because he was a subpar play caller. But at yeah. the same time, you had that system was built by Sark. Ended up like it was built by Sark and Lane Kiffin. Sark came back, took over it, won a national championship with them. He leaves, dude. That those deficiencies are going to show. Pete Golding right. ain't good enough, and now like but I, they're you know, also I think really Reese, young Reese, too. Not like, bad. Yeah. Yes. It's just like plus yeah plus you have the inexperience like we and have experience and continuity. Suck. Like yeah. one of the transfers yeah. from, from like Louisiana or some shit. And I was like, they got a guy from Louisiana. Now, they bro. got a guy from UAB, and that's like wow. That's where Saban's getting his transfers from. Yeah, damn, you, damn bitch, you live like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is kind of. It I just shows you. You got to get the stars to align, like you know, like even even when you're running mm. a Death Star, like if your quarterback isn't it, even if you, they literally like quite literally have the most talented team on paper ever right now, like that's ever existed. Yeah. Most talented roster ever. And 
But the thing is, they're Pablo just not going to get over the hump. Yeah, I don't mean to but like I, the thing is, too, you have to realize that the landscape's different now. Mm-hmm. It's not the early or mid two thousand tens where they're not revolutionized these offenses and they're they're not they're not throwing the ball downfield. It's a completely different SEC. Also, you created the monster out east, and guess what? You created right. a new monster that's now going to be out west. Those guys are going to be taking recruits from you. They know yeah, how you play. They know deep. how you roster build. Oh. You <laughs> built them from the ground up. And that's what it was always. It's going to be different. Like Saban, obviously, greatest ever. But, like, it was always annoying there for the longest when they were, like, his record versus his as former assistants. Because it would always be, like, dudes that took some bullshit jobs. You know what I mean? I know, like, <laughs> motherfucker then, coaching yeah. that Arkansas, like, bitch. What you right, expect? Like, you know, Jim, Jim, like, why we, like, yeah, of course Jim McElwain's going to get his ass beat at Colorado State when Saban is still at Alabama. Like, like it's crazy how they would, like, always do that, you know? And then, yeah. like, obviously Jimbo finally got him, like, at A&M. Like, that's a program with comparable resources and talent. Eventually that's going to happen. Then you got Kirby running his shit. Now you got Sark. And, like, those are, they're now assistants at legitimate power programs, yeah. like, it's caught up. It just has. I, I think what gets me too is that like, I, maybe it's arrogance. I don't know what it is, but like you, like all season long, they were running this like up temp. They were running some sort of a spread variation, even under Bill O'Brien, right? But then they hired this new offensive coordinator. They're like, no, we're going to get back to grounding and pounding the ball. Yeah. Like our offensive line is three hundred and fifty pounds, and they still might beat the shit out of A and M. But that's not really saying much right now. But like. Just the oh, arrogance. There's a level games, of for sure. They, there's still a level of arrogance. There's a level of arrogance to be able to come in and say we're going to change what we've done for the past seven, eight years. We're going to be a ground and pound team with Jalen Milrow as our quarterback. We're still going to win games. But it reminds me, you know, it's like, and we're not going to run them. Yeah, why do you yeah, think that? Why no do you think that runs. you can do that? Why th- why do you think that you can pivot that quickly and be successful? You know what I'm saying? Like it reminds me a lot of back in the day whenever after Texas lost that national championship game, you know, that yep. Mac Brown decided to flip it and say, "Well, we need to be ground and pound." You're doing that with a quarterback that was like pioneering the spread of passing game at Lake at, yep. at, at Lake Travis back in the day. Why, why aren't you slinging that bitch like 50 times a game? Like hire Chad Morris as your as your quarterback coach. Don't do it today, but do it back then. Don't do it now. And sling the ball. Don't do it now, bro. Don't do it now. Please do not do it (laughs) But, like, Alabama, I'm not – Some offensive corner bank then, too. I'm not that down on Alabama. I mean, honestly, they're young. Me neither. That offensive line is going to look totally different from this game to the next. Like, four games. And y'all can't be down on them because then when they lose lose five games this year, then it makes y'all's win. But the thing is, y'all can't be down on them. The narrative has got to continue, man. But the thing with them is, it's all relative. Like. Us being down doesn't mean they're going to miss a damn bowl game like we did talk shit about our programs. Like, if they go nine and three, like, they're going to be 70% yeah. of that stadium the will want to jump falling. off the stadium. Like, they'll yeah, want to jump the off. Sky's falling. Like, yes. Like, they won't want to go to, they'll sell their season tickets and, like, get off the wait list if they go nine and three. Some of the people, like, it's, it's, it's crazy. So it's all relative. But, like, and, nature's healing. But, yeah. But that game is still, <clears throat> like, I went back and watched it and talking real football for, like, maybe 10 seconds. Take away four plays and they win that game, right? I mean, There's that's almost any game. Pass, but I mean, yeah. but like they're they're acting like they put out there and put up an absolute fucking stinker. It went forty nine to nothing. That tip pass that was a lineman downfield that they called yep. 
that felt like a shotgun blast in the fucking stadium. I almost fucking yeah, died my damn did. self. Yeah. yeah, that 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 one really hurt. <laughs> Thank God they got a penalty. They had a lot of penalties again. That's two years in a row they two played Texas where they've had back. more than ten penalties. But, like that, that's like, a lot of penalties, man. That's four plays, and in, in, in something Pablo was saying earlier, I think he was texting during the game, and the fact that like you know we've left this many points on the field. Well, that's what Bama does. Bama makes you leave points on the field whenever you True. play them, right? You've got to maximize so you're ta- opportunities. And you're you're talking about those four plays, and every other year, Bama makes those four plays. Right. So like yep. so yeah, it's four plays away. Like I remember when A and M played them in twenty twelve, we were up like twenty to nothing in the first quarter. Like yeah, but they chip away, they chip away, they chip away. So I, I'm not trying to take credit away from Texas because it was a hell of a game, but like when we're talking about talent declining and coaching and all that other stuff, those are four plays that 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 Bama typically makes. It's you the margin for error you normally don't get some- against them. Yeah. And it was so many moments where I was like having PTSD of like, okay, well, this is the old Texas again. We're fucking choking. Like I literally Absolutely. sent out a tweet and then this thing, you know, Jalen Monroe finally throws a deep ball that connects. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and he stared yeah, at I'm that motherfucker the whole time. He the damn whole sure time. didn't look the whole time. <laughs> no, We got a, I, uh, a skinny legend in the building with us. We got Miss Pichirino in the building with legend. us. Texas alum, Texas super fan, uh, was also at the Alabama game. Hell yeah, I was at the Texas beats Bama game. What's up, guys? What are we talking what up, about? We just, we've been back? talking about Texas Bama. No, Texas has been back, honey. Okay, Texas has Good been back since September 9, 2023. You see what I'm saying? Wait, Facts. can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, we've been back, so I don't even want to talk about Texas back. We're here. It's, it's we're here. So y'all. This is what we are now. Us. Y'all have to talk about us every single week. Do you understand? We're about to have the conversation every single week about the dub. <laughs> well, are you nervous about going to uh, Waco for the Baylor game in Week Four? Are you nervous about that trip for Texas? Come on now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's, it's similar weather. Texas is a little bit hotter, so my boys might be a little bit. You know, they might not really fuck with that. Um, but no, I'm not, I'm not nervous at all. I mean, I, I heard someone talking about margin of error, but I want you to know that that's part of the game too. Like if you're going to make mistakes, yep, teams that exactly. capitalize on your mistakes, teams that force you to make those mistakes, teams that have you shook because you made those mistakes, that matters. That's a part of, that's a part of Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm giving that to Texas. They were so. shook. They were shook. A lot of false mm-hmm. starts, a lot of offsides. They were shook. Having a Nick Saban team get a, a, a offsides to basically lose the game, that's the kind of shit that just did, did not happen in the Death Star years. It's just because Nick Saban's different, bro. He had a fucking ulcer if that shit would have happened yeah. 10 yeah, years true. ago. True. Yeah. Would have literally well, murdered like, someone. Yeah. And like Sark telegraphed that, and they still got the guys to jump off. That's how yeah. you knew Saban was cooked. Sark, Sark counted down the seconds until that shit was going to happen, too, and he <laughs> called yeah. it. He was literally telling his boys, like, watch this right before it happened. <laughs> I think that was, like, the difference this year, though, too, compared to, like, the last two years. Like, how many times have we seen, like, like the Texas team come out, have an amazing first half, get up to a big lead, and then just smoke that thing? Whether they won the game or they didn't, like, they would still have really shitty second halves. And then that third mm. quarter, it seemed like we were having another one. But then, like, you see that clip of, like, A.D. Mitchell dancing when they were playing Dixieland Delight, like, just in the zone. And they went out there, like, bro. And then yeah. the fourth quarter just took it to them. I was going 21 to 8, bro. 
I wish AD. Yeah, I was nah. more like AD Mitchell because I saw all the ghosts coming back when they were no. singing Dixon and like I literally saw Caleb enter the game against Oklahoma. I saw the Iowa State game. I saw I saw these ghosts dancing around the stadium. Like these, this is this is how Texas gives these games away. You were supposed <laughs> to have a Jim fourteen Crow point lead, in but the stadium, you're down brother. by three going to the fourth yeah. quarter. I think but, uh, that wasn't ghosts, brother. That was got sheets. to see every emotion. <laughs> I was gonna say Miss Pichorino probably saw all of my emotions in that one moment, brother. That shit was going on. I was just standing there shaking my head when that music was starting. Can we talk about how T tried to fuck up song. the vibes? I almost I did you did fuck up the game. Teach went down to sit with us. Yeah. I'll let you talk. I'll let you tell it, Miss Pichorino. Teach messed up the vibes bad. Man, so it's cool. Like, let's let's go get a drink. Let's you know, it's halftime. You know, the game's the game's going. Let me let me. I don't know if y'all have said this yet, but let me tell you something about Texas. We're talking about eight point eight million viewers. Okay, those of you, those of us on this podcast, for instance. Period. But we're talking about eight point eight million viewers. This is one of the most watched game uh, on ESPN in the last ten years. Okay, do you hear what I'm saying? That we're watching Texas beat Bama. The world is watching Texas beat Bama. We're in the building. Halftime, we go get our drinks, snacks. Tej comes back to sit in our little lower level section. We're all in the same section. You know, me and Karen are like right there basically on the field. We bum rush the field immediately, right, at the end of the game. And they score a touchdown. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Like, I don't – I think it's I think it's the Tej curse, the infamous Tej yeah, curse. It tried. It tried to infiltrate mm-hmm. that stadium. I told Pablo two times. I said, Tej is moving. He has fucked up the mojo so bad. So yeah, I texted yeah. him. I was like, Tej, you yep. got to come the fuck back up, bro. You, so then he stayed down. down. there, we blew the lead, bro. We had a, yeah, we had a, we did something like, else happen. And I was like, Tej, uh, you got to come the fuck up, bro. How many times, Tej, did I tell you to go back to your row? I said, Literally like five you. times. Mo was I, like, hey, I'm not liking you down here. Like, I'm not liking the vibes <laughs> with you down here. I'm not liking you, bro. Then I Stephon went back up text, top and we got the win. Stephon texted the group chat like five times, like, bro, teach, bro, teach. Did you got to get back? <laughs> yeah, you're fucking yeah. the vibes. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, I'm desperately trying to avoid the uh, blank is cooking question mark type tweet because the minute we get that i guarantee you it's going the other way way. So, i told him i told him i said if texas is up two scores at the four minute mark and it, this was like halfway through the third quarter and i was like with four minutes left in the game i gave him a marker and i was like if they if it gets to this point and they're up by two scores you have to tweet it's scary hours bitch and he tried to open his phone he tried to open his phone and it, it was no it service, and I was like, "The universe is looking out." <laughs> he, 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 he couldn't pull up anything; it wasn't loaded. And I was like, "Yeah, they're looking out for you, Teach. They're looking out for you." It wouldn't let me tweet, so it wasn't meant to be. I wasn't. It was meant definitely going to gonna be a problem if that happened. I'm not gonna lie; it's definitely going to be a problem. We would have um, had to fight, Teach. I'm not gonna lie to you. you. Me, you, and that 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 drunk Bama frat boy after the game would have been throwing hands. <laughs> Bro, I had never seen a dude more pissed off than that kid after the game, bro. That, I, that dude was like, he, I, I thought he was gonna start doing self harm. Like he he, he was walked up to off. us. Uh, I'll, I'll explain. He walked up to us on the most friendly stuff. He's like, you know what, man? Good game, brother. Good game. Like you guys are a good team. And I was like, yeah, bro, it's all good. You guys are gonna be good. He's like, no, we won't be good because we don't have a fucking quarterback. We have a fucking bro. I'm talking about screaming. We have a fucking running back playing fucking quarterback. When I tell oh, you, yeah, I remember I was that kid. Damn near in tears, bro. Damn that's near. What, that's what Coley was like. Coley was like, "Yeah, I've, I've seen enough of these kind of boys. We gotta get up out of here. This boy, we gotta walk away from him." <laughs> There's Mo. There oh she is. God. What's no. up, Mo? Mo, can I ask you a question? 
back, like Texas. We back. What's oh, up? turn up. She's here. What is your favorite thing about your new stadium that we took over Saturday? Because it oh is our God. stadium now. You know, let me tell you something, Stefan. I've been around the world this year. I've been around the world. Uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama is my new home. Uh, this year is a bar, by the way. I feel very broken after she said mm-hmm. that. I know, damn. I barely went to the street yesterday. I got holes in my drawers as soon as she said that shit. I was, I was <laughs> on the Iberian coast. I still had the best time in uh, Tuscaloosa, Washington, Texas, beat Bama. But I love our new stadium. Uh, we had great seats. You're asking me how I love our new stadium, right? I think we're playing this. I think this weekend we've decided to move our games to Tuscaloosa. Good weather. Yeah. Good Ooh. people. Um, I think we're I just like that. Baylor really, there. really handsome white uh, guys. Can we talk about? I mean, I'm, in, I'm in television, so I have to have the conversation. Obviously, I talk about the viewership. Remember that book that um, ESPN loves Texas. That's a uh, Texas witnessed it. The whole world witnessed it. Uh, this is college football, but the lights. Can we talk about the produ- set production at the stadium? Yeah, it was fire. Yeah, it was nice. It was beautiful. Talk about that lights. We talked about the lights. lights were okay, fire. Good. They were. Fire. You know how I many like trailer them. parks. Cut that lost their power when they fired that up. <laughs> That's good tech. They have good tech. I love our stadium. It's a good stadium. Daryl K. Royal needs to, you know, we got we got a little bit to work on there. But, they got the lights uh, coming. I, I'm glad they do. Adopted. This we week got new we lights. Got, you didn't see the coming. tweet? Yeah, we're supposed to see him. We're supposed to see him uh, debut see the this weekend. Lights. This yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah, they you. put up a hype video. Every oh, time I, I see I like a Texas football like actual hype video tweet, it kind of makes me sad. I was telling you, Stefan, at the game. But like the the guy that does all that for Texas came from Auburn, and like you can just tell, like I can tell when it's like his videos, just like his production style and stuff. And like he's he's so fire, like he's so good at what he does. Like those videos are awesome. I miss him, Jeff Hannell. Shout out, brother. <laughs> shout out you, Jeff, and shout out to our new lights and our new stadium, well, our secondary stadium, because now we have two stadiums. Yeah. So University it's of Texas at Tuscaloosa, as you were saying, Facts. right? UTT, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Let me also just give them props for having a Publix literally on their campus. We walked into a Publix. I got a Publix sub, and then we walked into the stadium. One of the hey, coolest things I've ever done dope. in my entire fucking life for a football game. That shit we got to talk about Blah doing one of the craziest things I ever fucking seen in my entire life. Oh, this motherfucker gets chicken Blah tenders. Is insane. <laughs> this motherfucker gets Blah chicken insane, tenders. Bro. He asked, hey, you guys got ranch? They're like, no. He said, that's okay. I'm going to go buy a bottle. This motherfucker gets a fat-ass bottle <laughs> of goddamn Hidden Valley. Dumps half of that bitch in the basket. Black country as hell, bro. It's That's a great crazy. spot to not have sauce that they give you. Like you could just the buy whatever is, you want. They literally chicken did. tenders. They literally did have ranch though, because they, they did have the cups. Yes. You know, they got the they cups. Yeah. We got the cups. He bought oh a whole God. six. That man brought a whole bottle. bottle. He uh, bought a whole special. eight ounce bottle of ranch. <laughs> Dumped half of that bitch in his basket <laughs> and threw the other half away. <laughs> Have about... you ever had a raw published chicken tender? You cannot take those in your throat raw paws. <laughs> Oh, raw. You gotta have a little. <laughs> you gotta have something. It's, you gotta have a little it was cream. Cooked. To help it was you gotta have something. That's so nasty. Oh um, damn! Did we talk about there were multiple points? One of them being uh, going to Publix and watching Blah order a six dollar fifty. You know, economy's fucked up. There were multiple points where we told boys that we were going to win this game. There were, there were like day. at least seventeen like stars aligned. We we're like, okay, this happened. 
then we're for sure going to win this game. Let's be honest. Were any of y'all shocked like afterwards? We were just like, damn, we really walked around and told all these motherfuckers we was going to do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. I lie all the time. So, so I was like, like this so- lie finally came true. <laughs> So, so for all the listeners, y'all know how all these motherfuckers talk on the regular basis. So then you know how Kieran is because y'all see his videos, and you know how Mo runs around and acts on this damn timeline. So imagine walking around Tuscaloosa, Alabama, with this quattro of people just spitting crazy talk all day, all day, and at the end of the day, they could go to sleep knowing they didn't tell a single fucking lie. Like that is. It's just insane. Man. It was amazing day. Amazing, amazing day to just be in be in attendance. Best part of the night was definitely uh, walking in and getting screamed at by a bunch of frat boys wearing these suits. And T's just like saying before, yeah, it's going to be crazy when y'all losing them suits in this hot-ass weather. <laughs> then well, afterwards, like at a funeral. And he, he asked me, he asked me walking by the frat house. He's like, are they going to wear those to the game? I was like, oh, yeah, brother, all day. <laughs> All fucking day they're gonna be wearing Teach those. Gets the credit for that, but I had whispered it to him because I was like, kind of. Yeah, know, I said it first. Freshman. I said it first. I was a freshman at one point, so I was like, "Damn, they really have hope." And you know, we were—I mean, some of us were freshmen at Texas with hope for our team too. So I was like, I whispered to him, "I was like, damn, they're gonna lose in Suez. That's crazy." We saw it. I have video. Absolutely. I have video of everybody yeah. leaving the stadium early. I have video of the sad faces looking down in suits, walking through Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm telling you, I love our Guys, We're walking, looking down the street. Hell and having to steam your shit is so unserious. <laughs> yeah, <it's tough>. <laughs> <laughs> You've been sweating. You've been sweating all day. Taking all that sweaty ass shit to the dry cleaner afterwards. <laughs> having to zip looking up your men's warehouse bag is so insane after a loss. <laughs> and a suit should only happen in court and not even then. <laughs> Gonna see that at a football game is crazy. And you came, you came to the game, and like came. Most of them probably came to Alabama because it's literally their entire personality, Alabama football. And you have to walk out, and Texas fans are telling you in the pitch black of the night after losing a game by double digits, and they're going walking past you wearing these clothes, and they're going, "Damn, losing in a suit is crazy." <laughs> It's like, what do you I know say? Like, they, they, would just, they would just like, say it after each other. Away. They would just bounce it. At, they would just bounce it off each so other. Many times. One would say hey? it, and then they'd just be like, "Damn, losing in a suit is crazy. Losing in a suit is crazy." <laughs> it was amazing. Sure they heard amazing stuff. Shit. I just sent y'all a picture. That's how I imagine every student leaving. It's the picture of uh, old Donald Trump with his like tie undone walking oh, out the that's, yeah, that's, exactly, that's exactly what they look like. Yes. Can we make that's that exactly cover art for this? You put an Alabama hat on him? Yes, absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> how he looks. Sad bullshit right behind him. <laughs> looking, looking crazy. Karen had to keep some dudes from getting in a fight screaming at some of them in the suit. He was like, bro, we, we beat their ass. Just let them go home and cry. Let them go home and cry about it. <laughs> you should have hyped that shit up. Crazy. That would make me want to fight more. That's I crazy. really should have, honestly. The thing is, though, I hate... Oh, actually, you know, being around Tej actually made me feel a little bit more comfortable. I wasn't just the biggest motherfucker around. That, <laughs> if, if you Tej, I'm sure you know, bro. People, Your friends start talking crazy greasy when they know they're not the biggest in the friend group anymore. They feel like, what you gonna do? I got this big ass motherfucker with me. You gonna whoop your ass? During and I'm like, whoa, time, whoa. During halftime, I walked in the. I walked in the concourse, and a and a Texas fan that was probably like he was literally probably like five foot even. Little white dude was walking behind me in the concourse. He was like, "Man, you're huge. I'm gonna start talking some shit and just stand behind you." He, he started going, "Milro can't throw. Milro can't do." The fans are looking at him so angry, but they can't see him. They only see me. So they're looking at me, and I'm just like, oh. 
<laughs> why, why does he sound like this? Why does he sound like this? He started going crazy. <laughs> started getting them Samuel hey, Jackson from he saw an opportunity. Yeah, this man, man sounds like he's from a sundown town. What is this? Look at him. <laughs> They were looking at me crazy. Oh my goodness. Now, Karen's spitting though, because like, here's the thing I'm like a little dog. You know how a little dog thinks they're big dogs? I could, oh, yeah. You couldn't tell me I wasn't the tallest, biggest person in the group. He's the tiniest person. Everybody else is. Period. Everybody else yeah, I took a little offense. <laughs> I took a little offense to your tweet. Someone replied and said, T's was delusional as fuck. But, you know, Texas won, so I'm not that delusional. But they were like, yo, Mo, you with some thick-ass boys. I, you know, my Instagram be booming. So I was like, damn, I'm not the thickest and the tallest? That's crazy. Like, it didn't even occur to me. People have to tell me. But if you want to talk about the craziest things said to us at the game, we can do that. If that's a segment. Let's do Ooh, it. You talking Come about on. the dude next to us, Mo? Yeah, okay. We got to talk him about this. Too. We got to talk about this. Brother. Oh, him too. Okay. Brother, we, okay, this is the no. craziest thing I heard all, all, all night. I'm sitting there. It's me sitting next to Mo. And we had our, our boy Cole there too. And you know, I'm just I'm enjoying the vibes. I haven't I haven't experienced a semi racist moment yet. You know what I mean? So I'm having a great time. I'm having a phenomenal time. So Next thing you know, up. some music comes on. I'm I'm rapping along, singing along to it. It's cool. We're having a good time. The dude next to me, he's just like he's an Alabama fan. He's like, hey man, I tell you what, if they start playing NWA, I'm singing every word. I, like, I, I looked at him. I was like, every word, every word, every, every word. <laughs> I was like. Every, like, I, I, I repeated myself probably like five, every six word. times. Right? Five, six times. Five, six times. Every word. I'm in the middle. These two are right here. Karen's like, every word. I'm like, can I hear you? That is You're amazing. Like, okay. Bro, he, he sits there afterwards. He's like, man, honestly, it's my dream to get an N-word pass just one time, man. Just one time what, I want an N-word pass. Yes. I, bro, I, on my what, what life. Who said that? Bible. If I was the so kid stunned, Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Mine just here. lagged out, so I had to come back. But somebody said, "What, brother?" There's a dude saying he was going to rap. Karen is telling me verbatim. I'm saying it verbatim. <laughs> I can't believe it. Every, every word of NWA. Some NWA in here. I'm singing every word. I was so like, he was white. Yes, verbatim. Oh, it, wasn't, no. it wasn't me, y'all. It wasn't me. At this point, they are down like eight points. At this point, I don't know. Oh, so he, he wants to let it fly so and, bad. He and wants and to. He's an Alabama fan. Yeah, yeah. He was like the Green Goblin mask. I'm telling you right now, he was the most outspoken about Milrow. He can't throw for shit. I would have told his ass he would have meet. You should have told him he would meet Easy E if he said that shit. Bro, he, heard, yeah. he had the Green Goblin mask in his head all yeah, night. He really did the Green Goblin. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, bro. Every word, yo, bro. I really need the N word pass. That's crazy. No, oh my god, crazy. that's that insane. insane. Because, like, can I get it from you? Nah, you're not gonna get it here, brother. I'm not, <laughs> not gonna get that shit from that's you. Crazy. Me, blah, me, blah, and Mo were in a barbecue spot. And uh, I walked over to get like a drink of water out of the fountain, and this white lady walked up to me and said, uh, "We don't take kindly to your kind around here." Or no, she said, "Your kind are not welcome in here." And my first thought was like, oh, "Holy shit, it's happening!" And that was, like, oh, shirt. But my first thought was like, "Oh shit, it's happening!" That's just one of those things where like awareness just goes a long way. Like you got to understand the connotations yeah. of how your shit you say come across. <laughs> Yes. And it's even better that you set that up by saying that oh you went to God. a fountain. So it sounds like you went to yeah. a segregated fountain. Yeah, it's a separate fountain. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> you did. <sighs> Crazy. Let's 
put awareness though because oh my, my god and like y'all were right there it's crazy like men have this really special way of like talking to you even if you're in a group of men and like without any of the other men knowing so we walk in you know oh, i remember I, this now i still oh, think yeah. i'm the tallest thickest in the world like you know I, this has been debunked multiple times i don't care uh i'm walking in we're walking into the you know we're walking into our section and this dude's like hey you want a drink tj you were there you saw yeah. how we were walking together like, yo you want a drink and i was like yeah i'm with like five dudes like i'm waiting on my friends he's like oh you're waiting on your friends come on let's all get a drink come on let's all get a drink so we're in the line we're like trying to find the shortest line cool he finds the line y'all remember this he got y'all dose eggs, right whatever mm-hmm. Pablo, i don't know if you were there no it was me and blah were at here. that spot <clears throat> no blah was there I was oh there. yeah no, he was that's when blah y'all were, yeah i was already where y'all were coming to yep i'm talking about he's maybe what five you know i I think i'm six one so uh you know he's much shorter than me Uh, and he goes you know everyone thinks things about bama fans right like you've heard about tuscaloosa right i'm like yeah i've heard many things like one y'all gonna lose but sure he's like but you know like you know what they say about us right and i was like you sure he's like that we're racist he's about what you mean just put it on the table, brother. Just put it on the table. But I want you, but I want you to know, some of us like black people. <laughs> you guys say that loud. That's insane. Some it's of us. Not coming through. Some, some of us is so insane. Some of us. That's amazing. Probably put that on MSNBC like form that same night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I tell you oh, what, I was at the game on Saturday, and 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 a lot of people think we're racist. I met the thickest, matter. blackest woman I know, and I bought her and all her black friends all the beer. I bought all, all her beer. black friends. <laughs> all them big O's, I got all of them. I don't care. We said no slurs. We made one rule for Kieran. He broke the we fucking rule. We literally told you it was one rule. No I'm slurs. Our first beep, beep from the soundboard. Like, I almost <laughs> and geez, you can vouch for this because he he pulled me away after this. But he was like, "Yo, what are you drinking?" I was like, "I'm good. I don't really need it. Y'all know my stuff is coming. I'm like, I don't need yeah. a drink right now." And he was like, "Well, I don't know if I like it." Oh, damn. But then turned around, just so you know, some of us like black women. Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. Oh, saying oh, man, some of us himself. is so, we such an see insane We didn't see Mo for half an hour after that. <laughs> Literally, it was like <laughs> halftime. Online and on this podcast, Pablo. <laughs> hey, if you like black women, let me know. No, I'm oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Y'all remember when we were walking down the street? By the uh, by, the quad right there, passing the ticket scalpers, and he was like, "I do gotta say, y'all Texas people look good as hell." And I had on an orange T-shirt, and I said, "He was y'all saw him. Y'all, he was looking right over Mo's head at me. Y'all saw him. I saw him, brother. I can vouch. I can vouch. His eyes were locked in right they on were locked in. When you walked by, he was looking right at your ass, brother. It was jiggling back there. Pause. There's, there's one thing. Oh if there's God. one thing about black ticket scalpers that are men, they gonna see me. They gonna Thanks, see, see you. say you see it. You see, you see it. it. I know you I see it. <laughs> Holy shit. That's oh my crazy. God. If nothing else, y'all look good as hell. Like Pablo does look good as hell. It's very true. 
It was. It was crazy. It was crazy. Walking around looking good as hell in Tuscaloosa. You were best looking group of people out there for sure. Easily, Pablo. How how do you feel about your your honorary weekend as a as a Texas Longhorn? Oh man, it was so much fun because like obviously it's fun to you know just hate watch anything. So being being with a fun group of people anyway, and then like just to experience the whole thing, like it it really was like legitimately fun because like you know String will always he's always critical of me and Evan, especially Evan because Evan's relationships and how close he, he doesn't is know i'm to compromised Texas. bro yeah he's no compromised. sympathy <laughs> he's very compromised with his with his lady but like i have no like formal hatred of texas you know like there's no reason for me to just like up and hate texas thank you brother. aside of like aside from just like the online just horns down because it's funny thing like so yeah it was it was a blast because like obviously fuck bama and i got to see the downfall like it's just it was a great moment i was also mm. in the stadium for the 2020 or the uh, 2012 Bama A and M game, so like I don't know, it's some juice I might bring to that stadium. Texas when, has when never Johnny lost went. in front of Pablo. I just want to make that blatantly they need to clear. To ban you from their stadium because Johnny Football cooked them and then Quinn cooked them while both yeah. of you. Un- in unfortunately, I've seen two. I've seen a couple Auburn Hills in there though, so that ain't going to help matters much. But other than that, <laughs> well, what was that dude that was randomly like go dogs? We're like, what are you talking about, bro? No, there was a random <laughs> fucking the, Oklahoma the, fan the Oklahoma too. Oklahoma fan, yeah, the Oklahoma fan. He was wearing a whole an fucking jersey. Wanted to see a win. There was a dude wearing an Auburn hat and an Alabama shirt. Yeah, and he that found was me after the game. He's like, he's like, you're damn right. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? That Auburn fan DM'd. <laughs> account he was like hey let yeah, me know when video is coming out i want to share it he wants you he oh, wants you hilarious. to send him yeah, the interview i'll definitely get it back to him yeah yeah he i'll get it back to him i got a super cut coming yeah we'll no, get it to real him. nice dude bro shout out he to whatever nice his name guy. was but it was funny <laughs> yeah Karen funny has some great stuff definitely the, the oklahoma fan though because i was like are you that shit caught my eye as soon as i moved i was like is that fucking oklahoma bitch <laughs> he wanted to see a good light show that's what it was <laughs> he heard the rumors he wanted to see a touchdown I be saw, scored i saw two <laughs> fsu jerseys it's crazy yeah yeah it's crazy but that guy that uh, poor guy I, he was a lot like he was compromised a lot like evan though he had his auburn hat on we talked to him mm-hmm. he's actually an auburn fan but he was going to be sitting in the student section with his girlfriend so he had on a he had on a little Bama polo with Check his Auburn hat, that's and he had a polo he said he was going to put so on. Crazy! I've never had yeah, Robert Pussy before. Hey, she hey, had me wear AJ a McCarran Texas did it back with a... shirt to a game. I was going to say AJ McCarron did the <laughs> AJ McCarron's girl, and then he had uh-huh. Brent Mersberger fired. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, it's horny on the broadcast. You are looking live, right at And the cameraman, the cameraman set him up too. He kept zooming closer and closer while he was getting bars off. That was so awkward, man. That was so awkward. That was mad. I would do the same thing if they panned over. I don't blame. I'd be barking. Everybody think Kieran. Everybody think Kieran's a Georgia fan, but all he's doing is just staring at women on the broadcast, (laughs) just barking at everybody. Just barking at it. (laughs) Oh, that's incredible! So I can't wait to attend another game with y'all. Specifically, the four of y'all were so much fucking fun. That was obviously. I also can't wait to attend a game with String and uh, Ev. But that was a lot of fun. But uh, we appreciate y'all for coming on. We had to talk about Texas. Obviously, it was the biggest game of the weekend. So, uh, did you, do we get back. a chance, real quick? Did we get a chance to talk about Baylor's loss to Utah? Though? No, uh, please let me. Bro, I just checked the clock. I was like, "Am I about to skate by right now?" No, 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 no. absolutely. Uh, the fuck not. My only thing is, my only thing is, Evan. Um, 
You know, you guys would have had a chance. Honestly, I think you, you would have won that if it wasn't for uh, Duncanville High School legend Jaquindon Jackson at running back, just running all three ass. Um, he did cook. You know, I, I got I got a rep. Mark, so I, had to, I had to go oh, give him man. a uh, I had to go give him a, a little shout out for sure. So, but yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, hey, it's okay. Zero and two, you Tech, all of y'all, we're coming for mm-hmm. all of y'all. But it's okay. When here's here's the thing. I was telling them last week, you know, we're 0-2. It's a stinky loss. We've proven we can come back from stinky losses and win the conference, so I'm cool there. Texas Tech, however, <laughs> Texas go. Tech, however, we're saying that a new generation of football is upon us and then laid two eggs. So <laughs> them and TCU have given me all the cover I need for this <laughs> whole season, bro. Hey. That, that has to feel good. Like, hey, everything is running Texas through Lubbock right now. My respect like, literally for Texas running Tech through. Is, no, they're running through it all right. <laughs> My respect for Texas Tech is going to be uh, nothing until the final score <laughs> this Saturday. Because I guarantee you if it's a close game against Wyoming or we get upset or some shit, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. man, man, Texas Tech, legit team. Wyoming is really him, Wyoming really just him, man. Wyoming is top five team. They're up and coming. They're putting out NFL quarterbacks like Josh Allen. That's a good program up there. <laughs> Exactly. Um, the only thing I'll add about the Baylor loss because I didn't watch too much of it, bro. I live in Chicago now, so I'm tapped out. I'm just checking mm-hmm. scores at this point. But uh, that's a lie, that's it, boy. That lies, hey, bro. That's a lie. That's look, crazy. Look, that's crazy. So, um, so, <laughs> so you know, after Texas State, the the whole sky was falling, and it still kind of is because we had our worst offensive line performance ever. We had our fucking best one ever, and it still didn't matter this week. So, like, I don't even know what to what to ask for anymore. So. We got Long Island. We're about to have Long Island in hell. Any Long Island listeners out there, we're about to fuck y'all up this weekend in Waco. We're back up. Hey, I'm down the street. Lose, uh, crazy. We might lose six in a row. But we're not losing seven in a row. You heard it here first, bro. To, do, to, to fuck up Long I'm down Island. I'm Long Island. I'm about to go tell them. Yeah, to fuck up Long Island after the 9-11 anniversary and Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles. That would be very, very bad of y'all, Evan. Don't do that. Well, that 10 Long nasty, Island man. screenshot that we're posting from Slam to you account when they're up 10 is going to hit like Bro, a shotgun. Blow. I'm going to deactivate all my shit if we lose that game. Y'all will never hear from me again. So say, to be as nice as you can now because this might be it for us. Like this football season, we saw aliens before we saw Baylor not- win the game. Is that not crazy? That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> crazy. We could have beat those aliens, though. Those aliens did they not were have a little as hell. Yeah, days. y'all have had them. Let them- let him put eleven. Ran for Let him put eleven on the field. SEC ready? Yeah. No, no, not at all. They couldn't even. No, that's not even FCS aliens right there. Like they get ran through four hundred yards on the ground. Not even FCS aliens. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, what else I got for y'all? Uh, There's some news. You were talking about being horny on the job. Can we transition to Mel Tucker? Oh god. Oh Ooh, yeah. We got to. Mel Tucker has been fired from Michigan State. Not no, yet. Not for it's losing. Uh, not for losing. No, it's, it's coming. But he's being yeah. investigated. Oh, that's so, a problem. Uh, that's a problem. That was uh, the issue, literally. A very, a very <laughs> prominent, uh, like a sexual assault, uh, sexual assault survivor who goes. Basically, she goes on campuses and goes to places to talk about uh, sexual assault and how people can be more aware of issues of sexual harassment, sexual assault. Uh, Mel, T- Mel Tucker chose to sexually harass this particular woman um, after knowing her story, after knowing why she was coming to campus to talk to his students. Uh, he started to basically have like a side relationship with her. Well, he says it was a relationship. She says it wasn't. And then he basically called her on the phone and masturbated uh, while they were on the phone. And she basically, this story got out. So he's under investigation. He's going to be fired. He's not been fired yet, but he's going to be fired. It's a very nasty story. 
Uh, he, he put out his statement. He basically said that they were two consensual adults that were doing this consensually, uh, which doesn't change the fact that one, he's married, but also two, the optics of this just are insanely bad. No matter if his story is true or her story is true, the optics are horrible. He's going to lose his job for it. Uh, but that story broke this weekend and it's very nasty times. It's a crazy thing. Like nobody's yeah. talking about the fact that he was married. He's like, Oh no, this was consensual. Yeah. And, Right. But it's still well, and such like, nasty optics like we talked about. Well, and like he definitely did that shit, but even like even if you take what he's saying and it, it all ends up it. being true, like like he still did fireable shit. He's admitting yeah. like blatantly to right. being a nasty man. Like, it's you crazy. Are, he's too old to be doing that the, too. He's like when 60 you're the college, something. When you're the head football coach on any power five school, like you're the highest paid public employee on the campus. And like Facts. you just yeah. can't behave that he way. He might be the highest paid person in Michigan person. right now. No, seriously, he probably is. Well, Jim Harbaugh probably, does he make more? I don't know. But like you Jim can't, Harbaugh. But yeah, it's fireable yeah, regardless. Not. Like you gotta he's gotta go. Like it's just the craziest thing is way. too he it's The craziest so, thing is his like staff not, and company Oh sorry, what were you saying, Mo? I'm just saying, like, it's so easy to not masturbate in front of people. Like, y'all have been doing it your so whole life. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's, like, so easy to just masturbate by yourself because y'all have been mm. doing it your whole life. <laughs> Why did and you, like, took like, your whole, like, you fucked up the money, you fucked up the It's team, a crazy level of sicko. It really is. It's, like, it's so easy to just not do this in front of people. And so for you to, like, put women in these really, you know, fucked up positions, it's just, like, it, it just, it's unfathomable. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's and insane, too. Like, given the fact that his staff, like, brought her in in the 2021 right. offseason mm-hmm. to talk to the team about shit that he went and did. Unwanted advances. Yeah, bro, like, like how, how tone deaf do you like, have to be? At, but that's like, when people class. are in power, that's what they do. Who's like, he saw a victim and he was like, this is perfect. Right. I got... Who's writing the script, exactly? This is crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And like I keep seeing people that's oh. like, this is not a Title IX thing. You can't fire him. It's like, She's not a university like, employee. Oh, we can't just all the stuff he just did was just bad. Like, it don't matter. Like, <laughs> he's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck a title just, nine. Like he's got to go. Like they should just have coaches and like really powerful just sign. Do not masturbate. Don't pull your dick out in front of anyone. Yeah, yeah. get them some of those underwear with the locks and lock right. them in when they come in the stadium. Chastity yeah, belt. Every sexually with consent. Oh my god. Crazy but even that, because <laughs> isn't even oh, the shit. issue here. It's the well, fact that like, you brought in a sexual assault victim to talk to your team, and then you yeah. sexually assaulted her. And you Crazy. know, like the first wave of defense before all the really nasty details came out, the someone from the athletic department was like, "Oh, so we just can't have phone sex now? Now <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what, what's next? What's America coming where, to? Where is the country <laughs> I love? The game I love." <laughs> We're not. We're not a proper. Here's the thing. Love it or crazy. leave it. I want to jack off on the phone. <laughs> oh, what's crazy to me? This is how I know you don't get no bitches. Can you say bitches on the podcast? This is how I know you don't yeah, get. Yeah, you can bitches. say bitches. We're t- we just talked about jacking off. Everybody said phone, spooks, you can. So you, you can say bitches. <laughs> Karen said it's we. We did not say that. Yeah, we. We did not say that. The, the, the gentleman with a country accent in here said the slur, not me. Do you know how many women are willing to watch you serve masturbate? You chose yeah. the one woman that's not. Like, there are, I can say this, there are people willing to watch y'all masturbate. Not me, but I'm just letting you know there's. there's <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, Mo. I didn't know that. Can you point me in that direction? That's crazy. It's Chatterbait, brother, or Link. Um, I am. Chat Roulette back in the day. People that are like, this is an affront to society because they're like, damn, I paid you. And now you're getting fired for something I would have paid you to do. Like, like, like $75 so, million dollar fire. That's crazy. 
No matter mm. which way you look at it, it's terrible. Why'd you do it? Yep. Very That's crazy. Horrible nasty. happenings on campus. Oklahoma had a special guest on the field mm-hmm. after their football game. Uh, they oh, had yeah. one our Bryles on the field. Nice <laughs> controversy there. Evan, look at Evan sitting up. No, and yeah. listen to this, bro. That that same woman came to Baylor's campus for obvious reasons when Jeff Levy and Bryles' Kendall. His son was still on campus. And there was a story that came out that they like approached her and they're like, you know, we don't need any help here, right? Like, you know, we're fine. <laughs> oh, my God. You know the story. <laughs> I've been looking for the article. I'm going to have to find it. But, like, she, you know, she came to campus and, like, did a lot of good work here. And they were, like, overtly against her, like, being there at all. Because they were like, we reject the premise that it's needed for someone to be here to help us. So they fucking stink, all of them. And Art looks like shit. He literally looks like a dog. Yeah, that's an ugly man. dog contest. Yeah. He looks like Skeletor, bro. He Skeletor, looks, yep. They had, they had two coaches on campus Saturday that looked like they belong at Voromir. Protecting the Soul Stone. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, very nasty. He got to do something with that. Nasty hair. That's crazy. Uh, OU, OU's uh, AD had to issue a statement that basically, uh, you know, we don't condone this. But again, his his nephew is literally a coach on the team, so <laughs> that's just oh, that's well, his son. That the nastiness whenever they 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 hired him in the first place. Bro. It's his well, son. That's, <laughs> that's how you know they know it's nasty because their whole defense was like he promised he wouldn't. Yeah, he said exactly. he wouldn't bring Art around. We made him promise. <laughs> yeah. We made him promise. That's what's see, crazy. Like, the press conference, too. He's like, he didn't have a field pass. Uh, I, I want to make that very clear. The coach <laughs> he just came down pass. here. He just came he on just the field. He just came down all willy-nilly by himself. And, and he, I, it was me. It's my fault. I don't want to. That that's again. my children's grandfather. That's my yeah, children's that, grandfather. I was say, bro, that's the second time a Bryles has used their children to get in front of scrutiny for for art. You, TCU when they hired Kendall, they put his yeah, kids in the they welcome put them picture. On the plane, on the they plane. Didn't they did. kids they on did. a plane. And then when Jeff Levy got called out, and he was he like, "Oh, so my so my kids' grandpa just can't hang out now. Can't even watch him play football. That's nasty, crazy. bro." It's so yeah, nice. I knew yeah, Art Riles' arc was like irredeemable too. <laughs> whenever Hugh it? Jackson tried to hire him at what is it, Grambling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, black people are like, oh hell no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Even at HBCU at that level, they're like, get this motherfucker out of here, bro. <laughs> he's hanging up, bro. He to have to go to Bishop Sycamore. He's yeah. coached yeah. in Italy twice <laughs> now, like successfully. I don't know why he doesn't just stay gone. Get out of here. Yeah. 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 Nasty. I should also, we mentioned Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech actually was leading in the fourth quarter against Oregon. And Lubbock so came back to win that game. So Texas Tech is indeed 0-2. Yes, Baylor was also up in the fourth quarter against Utah. Mm-hmm. Both t- super close games. I will say our quarterback, who is good, that freshman, was playing well. Easy, brother. Rolled it, he rolled his ankle, and then it all went downhill from there. So we did have Utah in hell. Wait, Their the third string came good. into the game? No, we just had a fucking hurt second stringer because we never have oh. a plan at quarterback ever, bro. Yeah, we <laughs> never have a plan. <laughs> Boy, boys got Brian Hartson up there coaching the quarterback now. It is yes. so nasty. And, like, they'll leave the hurt quarterback in, but they won't change anything. They're asking him to do healthy quarterback shit. It's so nasty. And, and yeah, I haven't crazy. even asked you this, though, too. Like, how how has it been going from, like, y'all win the Big 12, everyone's like, damn, Dave Aranda's, like, really an amazing coach. Mm-hmm. And you're worried about him being, like, poached off to now – Mm-hmm. Like the the narrative is like completely changed, and it's almost just like, damn, might have missed the is boat. This dude, ever gonna get an offense well, figured out? <laughs> it's true, bro. And like, we keep firing coordinators in the off season. Like Texas Bros can attest to this. Like, you need continuity. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just you can't just hire a new guy every year. So, I think people are gonna be patient with them because you know we kind of we get old and we get big and then we kick ass and then we strip it down to the studs. Pause. 
So like, I think we'll be fine, but I think Baylor fans, like they don't realize like we only win when it works this way, right? Like we don't recruit high enough to stay at the top long. We've It's never worked that way for us. So we just got to be patient. We got a whole fan base full of people who aren't patient. It stinks. Yeah. But a lot of them love being mad online, so I don't have to take any heat except from Stefan every Saturday. So it's nice. <laughs> I don't really mind it too much. Yeah. I feel like y'all are one I'll of the more uh, tolerable. I didn't retweet three of your bookmarks, so I was actually pretty well, lenient pre- on you, brother. I appreciate it. Well, you're <laughs> muted anyway, brother. I wasn't going to see you. <laughs> don't be- <laughs> How dare you mute me, motherfucker? Hey, I will say Look, this. You're welcome. Uh, Texas is good again, so we get to start playing on primetime and not at 11 a.m. So you get to watch we us go. on oh, ABC. We get a night uh, game. You know? We get a night game. Yeah, we don't have to again. watch on ESPN+. Plus. This might be <laughs> our first God. our first night game since the last time we played y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Magnolia Television. Auburn also was was fun. Yeah, we Auburn had Cal off late, late, late as hell. Yeah, they went to Cal. They had a Cal was uh, in the hell. offense looked weird to start with, but they ended up uh, beating Cal. Uh, so Aub- not only did uh, Alabama lose, but Auburn uh, did win. Double so Eagle, that's... first time since 2015 that Auburn won right. and Bama lost on the same day. Love Gotta love Double it. Eagle. Wow, <laughs> incredible that's stuff. That's, that's a crazy game. stat. It, it's only happened two times since 2015. No, that's the first time. Yeah, well, first time since 2015. Yeah. Whoa. No, actually, I think it might be 2014. Yeah, I think Man. it's 2014. We also had Rice beat uh, U of H in overtime. So Bro, now they were Texas up 28 win. Yeah, they were up 28 nothing. Now Texas has a transit win over Houston before they have an actual win over Houston, which is going to happen because we play Houston this year. Uh, last night on Between Two Bears, we had Shahan come on. And we were talking, honestly, saying nice things about Texas, but he was asking us if we think y'all could go undefeated. And he doesn't think so only because Texas is going to have to play seven coaches coaching for their goddamn life this year. <laughs> You're going to be coaching <laughs> against dudes living out of their car until the end of the season. That's crazy. <laughs> that, hunger, that hunger is hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. You got to put food on the fair, table and they got that contract locked up. You're going right, to coach your ass fair, how, many coaching, how many coaching jobs have we saved over the past like decade? That's, That's true. true. That's true. That's true. That rent's too. coming due. You You're saved, right. You, yeah. saved, you saved, I mean, bruh. We've got coaches fired because they didn't pull out a miracle win against us. We've got plenty of coaches with their like we saved Cliff Kingsbury's job. We saved uh what's his name? Um what's the coach? Uh I think Dana Holgerson. Or it freaking what's his name? Even last year, uh Mike Gundy. We saved his job mm-hmm. again last year. I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah. So you're gonna be fighting you're gonna be coaching against dudes with pocket knives on their person all season. So just tell Sark to watch out. <laughs> well, Sark to be careful. <laughs> you can come, but you know, I'll pack that thing too. So <laughs> come around this way, you will get clapped. You will get clapped. <laughs> Speak oh, the wrong great. words, you will get only, touched. Only thing else I got for y'all is is the SEC bad? And is the Pac-12 actually good? Uh, the Pac-12 might be actually good. The Pac-12 has insane, the most ranked teams right now. It's an insane juxtaposition to to say, just because again, all things are relative. But like, yeah, the SEC seemingly is a little worse than expected. The Pac-12 is looks like it's going to be really. Well, Bama's been top. carrying their water for a decade. But I would still say those good teams in the Pac-12 probably won't wouldn't beat those good teams in the SEC, even though that the scale has kind of tilted. I'd say I'd say the top four teams in the SEC. So you'd have like, well, we don't really know about LSU yet, but you'd say LSU. I mean, we just Alabama, had Calvin Hill, so let's Georgia. put that in perspective. That's, okay, that's very <laughs> true. But also, and Utah nearly lost in Waco. People forget that. Oh yeah, 
People forget that. They didn't cover. They did not cover. With their third string quarterback. Ours too. And, and without the starting running back. That is true. That is true. I got to give you that. I got to give you that. No, I just think Pac-12, I, I think it's the best conference in all of college football right now just because they're they're unbelievably deep. They finished with six ranked teams last year. They had five teams finish with 10 win seasons. Washington's a problem. UCLA could be a problem. USC's a problem. Uh, you, you got – I'm leaving out other teams. Oregon's a problem. Yeah, Oregon's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have so much Utah. depth there. Utah's a problem. You have so much depth there in that conference. I think they're they're legitimately a, a not to mention solid Oregon conference. State. Oregon State's yeah. two zero, still good. The two teams yeah, left for dead good. are both ranked right hey, now. Oregon State and Oregon State is kind of explosion. Dabo is being a nasty man out there. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. <laughs> we already the, been talking DJ, about that, bro. DJ uh-huh. looks good. DJ, DJ looks good out there. DJ looks and good. Dabo does not. And Wazoo, you get away from your oppressor. You look good too. <laughs> um, but to the to the point of you know got to go but got to circle back so to the point of the sec pac 12 we had another conference matchup and mississippi state had arizona inhaled this weekend so you know we gotta we gotta look mm-hmm. at the whole thing boys True. we gotta look at the whole thing and but wazoo be we have to focus on the that fact yeah but uh, we know the big ten fucking sucks <laughs> like what i mean what they beat USC, if you beat the fourth best team in the big ten like hell who doesn't do that TCU hey. did it last year. I wonder how you ooh. look at what LSU did to Purdue in the bowl game last year. Finishing fourth in the I'm Big Ten. How, how is everybody ass. gonna? How how are how are all these Big Ten teams gonna feel next year? Whenever they have real speed and talent coming to the conference, that's gonna be tough. Iowa's gonna have you to, guys, to try to gerrymander the talent, Bruh, I cannot wait until next season when I watch Zachariah Branch yeah, try Branch to get covered go by a, by, a, by a DB that grew up playing football in Illinois. Brother, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. When I watch when what? I watch when I watch Iowa throw a white corner out there against Zachariah Branch, bro. I cannot wait to see what that kid bro. does to him. Speaking of Iowa, our Iowa update, Iowa again did not score twenty five points, but they did win El Asico uh with every Republican nominee so in nasty. attendance. Trump was there, Vivek was there, they were all there to watch was the Tim Scott Iowa there? offense not score twenty five. Tim Scott was there. Was his girlfriend there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Right. Every time I fake. see Tim Scott, I think of that Charlie Brown. Oh, shit. Tim Scott does not have hoes. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I think Iowa is about about six points off of average to where they need yep, to be they're, for they're him to get that money. off of the average of 25 a okay. game. Yeah. So Iowa uh, still not scoring very many points. Clemson was tied 14-14 with Charleston Southern. Uh, without And Charleston Southern didn't have a first down. They had 14 points. <laughs> They ended up winning the game, obviously, but that's nasty as hell. Week three is not a great week in terms of previewing games, so I won't preview a lot of this. The best game is probably Tennessee going to Florida. Um, You also have South Carolina going to Georgia. Obviously, South Carolina doesn't look as good as we thought, but I I know that this is going to go into the music. Was the biggest to be said fan ever. She's in her bag. <laughs> Look at that. That's why she could do whatever Hello. she wanted in Tuscaloosa. You just move around like that, and they just let you do whatever you want. All right, talk to him, Block. Talk she moves around like that everywhere, but yeah, that's true. Pablo, oh, yes, yeah. can you hear me, go. brother? Yeah, yeah let's, we, we hear you. Is. We hear you. Last week, I told y'all what games were to lock us on the week. Baylor plus seven and a half, I was fucking right. Miami plus yes. four and a half, fucking right. 
Auburn minus yeah, six yep. and a half. Fucking wrong because it's fucking Auburn. So good job, Pablo. Well, Auburn did not cover. They did not cover. They should have covered. They should have covered, but it was a fluky game. But anyway, yeah. Paddleman Hill. We have someone that is officially keeping up with this, and they tried to add two bets, and that doesn't work, brother. This is our bets, not yours. So those do not count. <laughs> so we are three or six on the year. I've got three locks for you, and only one of them is an actual game. Okay? That's the cool thing. South Carolina plus 28. Put your whole fucking mortgage on it. Put your mortgage from now to the end of the year the on that game. Right 28 points. It's 28. It's easy. I don't know, but brother, don't pay your bills. I don't know if you paid your power yet, but do not pay that bill. <laughs> now, Pablo, here's the special bet. I had to clear my throat because I'm still struggling from yelling at the bums at Alabama. Thanks. Quinn Heisman odds are plus <laughs> 850 right oh, now. Shit. Yes. Yes. Lock him the fuck in before we play Wyoming. I'm gonna tell you right now. He is scoring maybe ten touchdowns next week. This week, (laughs) maybe ten. Five on the ground, five in the air. Maybe five on the ground. Yes. Wyoming is is about to get nasty, brother. That is hilarious. The other lock, Texas in the playoffs. I don't even know what the fucking odds are. I could give a shit because I know it's a lock. So if you got the money, throw that on there. But that's our locks of the week. Pablo, we are on a hot street. You got any Let's best go. you want to add, brother? Nah, man, that's it. South Carolina should be in. disrespected by that line. That, yeah, that, that is, is crazy. Insane. That is an insane line. Twenty-eight points. Now they do got to go to Georgia, but they beat them there a couple years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. I mean, one other game. Win. One other they game that's kind of kind of under the radar for this week is Kansas State, Missouri. Kansas State, number fifteen, yep. obviously. But they're only a three and a half point it's favorite. Three and a half. I know. Yes, I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, something's yep. fishy with that line. It's fishy line, isn't it? Washington's going to Michigan State. Uh, that's a game that's okay. And Vandy is going to UNLV. I love this game. Vandy going to mm-hmm. UNLV. I love that. You I think that's going to be a fun game. <laughs> I ain't watching that. BYU is going oh, to yeah. Arkansas. Be careful, BYU. Now, BYU, not everybody Arkansas, can win in Arkansas. Yeah. Trust me. You have to be careful with. BYU can't go on the road and beat everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Losing to BYU at home is unserious, Arkansas. Yeah, that's crazy. Something to think about. Don't Arkansas do that. is going to have BYU in hell. I promise. What's the line on that, Blah? That might be my lock right there. I'll just add one Hold just on, to do let it. Let me check. BYU might stink this year. They almost lost to uh, – Evan, don't y'all play them? Yep, and we're going yeah, to start that shit. Look, we don't lose to BYU at home. We don't lose at home. You got to you look, look in the mirror. Uh, oh, and Minnesota is going to UNC. That's also another pretty interesting game because mm. Minnesota should should at least have one loss. They should have lost to Nebraska. UNC looks good, but the UNC barely beat uh, App State this weekend. So we'll see if Minnesota can compete at UNC. One thing that's kind of crazy, why you kind of crazy? Uh, Alabama, they're actually going on the road to play at South Florida instead of the other way around. They did like a two for one agreement with them, so this is their one trip, and they're playing it at you the know, Buccaneers was, Stadium. Charlie Strong mm-hmm. was South Florida's coach, but now he actually works for he's actually, he actually works for Alabama. You know that's, that's how they're going to win the game. When that's I saw his little do. bald peanut head, I said, "Oh no, we about to beat the shit out of them." <laughs> they bring them analysts on there. Uh, they bring on them analysts. Baylor legend Gary Bohannon is the quarterback at USF. Yep. Um, oh wow, I didn't know that. Have I told y'all I sat next to his family on the flight to the Sugar Bowl that we won two years ago, and they told me that he was going to stay at Baylor for another year and then go play in the NFL, and he never took another (laughs) snap at Baylor because he got hurt. Well, tell him (laughs) I hope he's got his diploma, brother. There's a cubicle waiting on him. 
They lied. Where is Drones at? Is he at West Virginia still? Bro, Virginia he is Tech. fucking Virginia cooking Tech. at Virginia Tech. He is going insane right now. Oh no, I did not know. It's I did so not nasty. know that uh, Keaton Slovis, the USC transfer, went to BYU. I did not know that. He's a quarterback. Yeah, he's a BYU. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how I missed that. Y'all wasted Kyron oh, Drones too. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, Drones was him, brother. Drones, Drones was him. Was him. <laughs> Drones was him. In they high need school. to start. Tell, they need to start telling the truth about the mismanagement of our quarterback room these last yeah, two Drones years. Bro. Was him we in we high were school. set up for a half decade, and then that that kid transferred. He flipped to Oregon at the last minute. And I've that is the most upset I've ever seen Baylor fans. We got a quarterback heist pulled on us from Oregon. More upset than being zero <laughs> like, two no, right now. Fine. No, we're fine. No, we're good, <laughs> bro. It's nasty. Oh, it's eight, it's eight points, it out. It's eight points, Arkansas. Yeah, it's yeah, eight and a half you, right now. Don't pay, you don't pay any of your bills. Yeah, put it on Arkansas. <laughs> uh, did any of y'all watch USC drop a nuclear warhead on Stanford that, at all? Yeah, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. My thing is, when is, when is Caleb Williams going to make, like, like, just being amazing look easy? Like, like when, when is he going to make the stat sheet look easy and not, like, drop the ball, run back 30 yards, and throw it right. so shit. annoying. Like, he just likes attention. Yeah, just bro, do it. I swear to God, he's doing this shit on purpose. He's bro. on purpose. Your offensive line is not be. bad enough to be getting cooked by Stanford, dog. Yep. Like, That's I, like I, him I saying that he didn't purpose. want to go to the draft and then him saying he doesn't want to be on NCAA and painting his fingernails and everything else. He just wants attention. Now, he if I was a draft scout, People I wouldn't draft him because you see all the behaviors right now. Take Quinn. Quinn is a God fearing man. <laughs> you gotta watch. You gotta watch uh, Caleb's game tape in Waco, bro. Not everyone can defend him. No, that's true. You got the coaching stance down. You got the you got the recruiting stance down. So I actually he had that stance down. Y'all heard he Quinn? Mo, did you hear Quinn after the game? No, what happened? He said, first off, I want to thank my Lord and Savior." And then Holly tried to trick him into saying that Texas was back, and he wouldn't say it. He just said that they trust Coach Sark. Because that's, that's, that's it's, it's, it's semantics. It's semantics. Like Mo was saying, it's not that mm-hmm. we're back, it's that we're here. And so they can get by with saying, we're not back, we're like, here. Yeah. I just want you to know, too, like, I'm about to get off, guys, but I want you to know, like, 2025, 2026 huh? season, when we're top two in the SEC, I just want you to know, I'm going to be talking crazy because I'm yeah, getting voices out, okay? I'm going to be talking fucking crazy because here's the thing. Nobody was talking about the SEC before we got there. That's how I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Talk to Facts. Oh my talk to God. Yes. Talk to that is so nasty. Talk to Nobody talking about Oklahoma. That is so nasty. Nobody cares about the SEC and how important it was. Is OU even going? Do we even care? Has anybody talked about the Sooners going? Who cares? That check might bounce. This is a genius mm-hmm. slam, Mo. I, I am. Mo, how many SEC teams made in the playoff right last year? Now, just one? You have me on this show. You'll be like, who was talking about the SEC before we got here? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Do y'all think Tennessee's going to win at Florida? Do you think Florida has a chance? I think Florida may cover that, but I didn't touch it. I don't think Tennessee so wins. Tired. They haven't won in Florida in like 20 years, right? Yeah, they haven't played in Florida in 20 years. <laughs> I just counted. Uh, the, SEC, the SEC has won 13 SEC championships since Texas last Fake tournament. news. <laughs> it's like seven different teams. <laughs> so That's amazing. Election, brother. That's amazing. I love um, it. No, it is. I, like I was telling them. This weekend? Hold on. Before we get to the voicemail, like I was telling them when they when they were there on campus, like, it does just feel right, like, when all the Texas fans were there and, like, just being in the scene and, like, obviously – because I didn't really think about it when we were walking around. They just kept being so blown away by, like, the campus atmosphere. And it's like you go to almost every SEC school and it's going to feel very similar. 
And I, I was can't like, wait. No, we gonna no shade on Bama. I don't think so. No shade. No shade on Bama. I mean, like, as much as I like to, no, you know, you shit are on shading them. Bama. And we'll no, I know. no, but for sure. But like, you can ask most objective people. Like, there are several other schools that probably just do the whole campus and tailgating vibe better than Bama does. Even. And the SEC. So like, yeah. I feel like I they're kind of I can't wait to visit these other schools. I can't no, wait. But anyway, where I was going with so, that, it's like I never really considered, like, thought about – because I just always, you know, Oklahoma and Texas, big brands, big games. But, like, y'all never go to each other's campus. Like, that's kind of crazy because you always play that game in Dallas. And so mm-hmm. that's just wild that, like, the biggest stadium y'all go to is, like, Ames, Iowa that holds, like, 61,000 people. It's like a true road game. Like, that's kind of crazy. And, like, 13 of the 14 SEC schools have losing. a stadium bigger than that. <laughs> You definitely be losing because well, the we thing is also we're, we're not traveling. Book, bro. We're not traveling. I mean, Fort Worth is going to be the biggest stadium now because they just yeah. it, or re, re, like renovated it. It's beautiful, by the way. But that's the other thing too. I mean, we were saying Talk that we were in Tuscaloosa. Like, bro, ain't nobody excited to go to Manhattan, Kansas, or, or right. Morgantown, West Virginia, or mm. hell, even Waco, bro. Don't, don't say it. I knew it was coming, It's on a river. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. Hey, it's on a river. The same amount of banners hanging up, brother. Be careful now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to go to some pretty nasty SEC cities. You ever been to Columbia, South Carolina, brother? I'm fine with that. I, I'm not saying all of them are sexy. Them. They ain't all sexy. Hell. Don't get me wrong. But as far as, like, no, the atmosphere not, but, uh, and the Athens. tailgating, like, yeah, you're going to see hmm. some college towns, like, big time. Like, a lot of people in town. I can't town, wait till we take over Auburn. There. Take me yeah, to that's Oxford. that's going to be crazy. I can't take wait. Me to, take, me, take me to Tuscaloosa. Take me to, 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 to Auburn. Take me to Athens. Take me to Gainesville. can't wait to go to Jordan Hare. Man, I just can't wait to go going back to a college boy station convention. and whoop that ass next season. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Gonna be it is gonna crazy. be crazy. That's gonna be crazy too because A and M I think is gonna be pretty solid next Pablo, season. you're coming with us. They're to gonna be college good. station, brother. When I is think that? That's all we got. But blah, you next have year. to play the play Angela's Miami yeah, we'll voicemail. Do it. We have to play the yeah, Miami. We got some voicemails to go through, huh? Yeah, go through the voicemail. I hate to break it to you, but I didn't download any of because I was playing 2K. Oh, brother. Well, here you go. Props to Miami we'll, for a we'll big win this weekend. I'll and Angela, we're going to play your voicemail uh, next week. Absolutely props to Miami. Anything from the message boards this week, fellas? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I got I, one. Yeah, I did have one, too. I have to pull it up. I think Baylor won at Browns back, right? Bro, it's one. They keep posting that same dude every week. And That's it's like, all. Oh, Baylor there's so many different Brown. guys. It's just, it's just one guy, and he's just, like, saying it over and over. <laughs> That message board is a cesspool, though. I will say that. If you're paying for a college message board, you're looking for some slurs. All That's right, kind of what I assume. All right, now, Evan. <laughs> you may not be looking for it. You may not be looking for it, but you know it's there. Do you know somebody in the bar handed me an inside Texas koozie? That was my 911. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm logging into inside Texas right now, brothers. <laughs> I have one from our friends over at Message Board Geniuses. So if you, I, I, we didn't even say this. Lincoln Riley came out and said today that when he when he announced that he was leaving Oklahoma, somebody people were like trying to break into his home. It was real scary hours over there in Lincoln because they were so uh, hurt and sad that he was leaving. So uh, a lot of people on the Oklahoma message board started commenting, such as uh, "threatened" as in past tense. I'm pretty sure the threat still exists in the present and foreseeable future. He Damn, still, Reese! He will still need security <laughs> if he ever sets foot in Oklahoma again. Ha, what a pussy. If people breaking into your home is a concern, you don't want to move to L.A., am I right? 
And Golly. he's clearly not SEC ready. Those are all from our friends at Message Board Geniuses. All they know so, how to do is storm private property, bro. That's their go-to move. Were, that's literally what a suitor is. They storm private property and claim it for themselves. That's bro, literally then, what that's, a suitor is. That is their nickname. They are named for that. <laughs> but then one of the fans was like, oh, I think he's talking about me because I gave him a smoker and I went and sat outside his house to go get it back. First of all, give He's a look like around your smoker. It's crazy because we saw what he did with that smoker. Bro, he created it's just a George Foreman. And he if, you're making, George Foreman. if you're making $8 million a year, go buy your own fucking smoker. Like, I'm Damn. not giving you my Bro, smoker. Bitch. <laughs> that's Bro, crazy. Bitch. <laughs> like, that's just insane. <laughs> so there's uh, one – there was a message board post from a Michigan State fan because you know how you have to inevitably make it about your rival even when it's not. And so if – and the theme of this one is if Mel Tucker coached at Michigan, the story would be swept under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> that's Golly. so nasty bro so they was asking like had he won 10 games or you know if they had been winning or at a different school and this dude this guy says no it's msu coach grabs dong on phone call and is never going to be explosive but at msu it's radioactive yeah because that would not be an issue anywhere else bro not as if it would be, ever most- be minimized by detroit or national media lol meanwhile this happens in a8 ann arbor and there would probably be radio silence for two days then a story would leak, and a regent set up the coach with a visit to sex expert Dr. Ruth to help understand what happened. The response Dr. would be, Ruth? the response bro. would be, "Oh Dr. wow, Dr. Ruth, you brought back some old memories, brother." And then it would be the end of the story. Period. That's just insane behavior, bro. College football—it's a sickness, bro. That's like the most college football thing ever—is like your team doing something so nasty, and it's like, who do we think we are? Our biggest rival. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Kieran. Thank you, Mo. It was a pleasure again. Yeah, thank short y'all notice. so much. Right, thank coming y'all on. for coming. Like, rate, subscribe, review. Texas is motherfucking back. So we, we have never losing again, again <laughs> for the rest of my fucking life. Quinn Heisman, Malik Heisman, Arch Heisman, <laughs> we back, bitch. <clears throat> hey, besties. Hey, hey, friends. Um. So I just want to say that Joe Biden is 80 years old and in his 80 years of life, he has never seen Texas A&M win anything. Maybe a couple of, I don't even know because he was born in the forties and you guys won your last championship in the 1930s. Um, So I don't know why you guys have this sort of hubris and confidence that you do because your program has sucked for 90 years. You guys have accomplished nothing. Like I don't even like, I can't believe that these people, I don't want to say Hicks because I feel like that's very rude, but like, you know, people that enjoy the small town song um, have this much confidence in the sport of football because for what reason? Like, because you have Jimbo Fisher, the countryman's version of Larry Coker. Like, be serious. Y'all flew into Miami, Florida. Y'all got y'all asses kicked. And like, fuck the fans. Y'all got y'all asses kicked in front of a shit ton of recruits. Like, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. All the money, all the resources for what? Y'all got Jimbo Fisher stealing from Chevron to do this? Like, I'm not even going to say anything nice because your fan base has proven that y'all are assholes. And the worst part of it is y'all are assholes that are also losers, which is just a terrible combination. Anyway, go Canes. We're 2-0. Excited. Let's go.